I think we're good. I think we're good to go. So this is JLB on the 22nd of August, 2019. Wow, how about that? I've been in this game for about five years. Now what we're talking about tonight is the so-called truth movement and the fact that it is a comical hoax. So what I'm going to be doing is reading through some nonsense that I recently became aware of and I'll read out some comments from the live chat as well and uh, it might be half an hour, this is really just a test. I wanted to test the internet at this place and I don't stream very often these days so I'm not really good with the, the technology as you just saw but uh, if I test tonight I can come back tomorrow or on Friday or whenever and start putting out some of these live streams because people love live streams. It's fun, you can read out the comments and it's, uh, it's a lovely thing. So yes, the truth movement, a comical hoax. So let's start from the start then. I'm John LeBon, I've been doing this for about five years and uh, right now I'm coming to you from Saigon in Vietnam. Can you believe that? Saigon, wow, what a city. Also known as Ho Chi Minh City. And uh, let me just fix up my screen here. That's a bit better. And, uh, and so at the moment, this is where I'm at. And I'm still working on the website and on the YouTube channel. It's hard to put a, a figure on it, but probably, probably six or seven days a week. But not, not a full eight hours most of those days, if I'm being perfectly frank. Uh, what I am doing is uh, trying to get to the gym and try and be healthy and also just enjoy being a tourist, kind of like a tourist in, uh, in an amazing place. But go back five years and I was just uh, I was just a content consumer. I used to watch YouTube videos by people like Jeff C, Free Radio Revolution, who later changed his name to New World Agenda, and I don't even know if he's still putting out content, I've got no idea. Uh, who else did I watch? PK Truth who I would later do some live streams with. And I believe he's still uploading to BitChute. I don't know if he's got a YouTube channel, but you guys will mostly know who I'm talking about. PK from Melbourne, who uh, made his name with the Boston bombings. And this guy called Red Pill Revolution, later changed his name to Truth Meat. Well, these people changed their names, not PK. He's still PK. Although he was PK22, PK Boston, but he's still PK. But people like Jeff C and uh, Truth Media Films, all those people, they changed their names all the time, whereas I've been John Bond or JLB, one of the two, right from the start, I guess. And, and so anyway, I've been here for five years, is the point of my little story here. But I started off just as someone who watched YouTube videos, who watched the live streams. And, and I really believed that there was this thing called the truth movement. <laughs> and I believed that, um, that this, this knowledge about the fake events was spreading. And... It's, it's funny looking back. I mean, five years, I was 20... 2014, I was 26. When I started off, I was 26 years old, and I'm now 32. So, yeah, it's funny to look back at that time. And um, anyway, so I, I can sit here now, and I mean, my channel was deleted. And when they delete... When YouTube deletes your channel, you don't just lose your channel, you also lose all the people that you were subscribed to. So I had hundreds of people who I was subscribed to and I would go through my feed every morning. You know, for, for, for years there, for probably three years or something, four years maybe, 
every every day or almost every day I'd go through my feed and even though I wouldn't watch every video I'd at least know what people are talking about and what's happening right well when my channel got deleted in January of this year by YouTube for community guideline strikes I'll talk about that later uh, when that happened yeah it's obviously it's a pain to lose your own channel and all the all the subscribers that you've gained and I back up all my videos so I didn't lose the videos but it is a pain to re-upload all of them uh, that is a pain but there's a pain that, that I wouldn't have ever expected which is you lose all the people you're subscribed to now obviously I can remember some of them but there's, there's heaps of channels you just don't remember and then also you sort of think oh you know forget YouTube and, and then you get out of the habit of watching videos and so I'm at the point now where yeah like I've got a few subs people who I'm subscribed to now but I really don't know what's happening in the YouTube truth scene at the moment. I don't really know. But I do still, to an extent, care because good people do come and then go from this scene. Because most of the regulars are morons or they're retarded. Or both. But good people come and then they kind of get uh, churned up and they get spat out, right? So I still have an interest in, in the so-called truth movement in the sense that if good people do come along, I would like to be able to share with them some of the stuff that I've found while I've been here and then they can take that or they can leave that but if they can at least see there are some good people here, some genuine people here who are doing actual research and who don't want to make enemies or create drama and it's nonsense. If they can at least see that, then even if they do leave after a few months or a few years at least they've been exposed to something better. And so I do have an interest in that. But good people do come and they and oftentimes they do go and I can completely understand why because once you've been here for a few months you've seen this guy fighting with that guy this person telling you that the end is coming soon or that on this date something's going to happen and there's just a lot of uh, inane nonsense that goes on here it's incredible really and in, in the so-called truth movement and there's a whole bunch of reasons for that and it's too late it's 10 to 1 local time in the morning it's too late for me to go into too much detail about all of that uh, on this stream, but in future streams, this is just a warm-up, like I said. In future streams, I'll go into more detail about a lot of these things. Now, what I'll do is I'll read out some comments from the live chat. Hello to all of the live chatters. We've got Technognosis is in the house. He's doing great work. I'll link to his channel in the info box below when I wake up in the morning, when this has all been... Because what YouTube does, or at least they used to, I assume it's still the same. Once you finish your live stream, they then upload it. It takes time, though. And then, and then you can edit the, the info box. So I'll just wait till tomorrow to, to upload that. But if you see this tomorrow, just check the info box, check out Technosis channel. It's, he's one of the few people doing real research. And I'll talk about that in a moment. <clears throat> Forgive my voice. Now, who else is in there? Jay Roberts is in the house as well. She says hello. And uh, what hair products do I use? Well, uh, where do I start? I, uh, maybe we'll talk about that later. Uh, who else is there? Brandon Berry says, hey, perfect timing for your lunch break. Yeah, what time is it in America? I used to know this. I used to know exactly what time it was in America because I would try and time my video release, my publish, for the, for the US market because most of my subscribers are American and uh, I shared like screenshots of my stats on my Discord server, but I don't have them handy to share with you guys, but... I can show you, you know, pretty much through YouTube, like through YouTube analytics, through my own website, server analytics, through my podcasting analytics, 
I can show you exactly where the audience is coming from. And for me, it, it depends, like it depends on, on the platform. But yeah, you're looking at about half, half, half to 60% of my audience is American. And only, only maybe uh, sort of 10 to 20% is Australian, despite the fact that Australia is where I started and, and I used to be very Australian focused. Um, yeah, it's the Australian market, if you want to call it that, or audience base is, uh, it's just nowhere near the size of the American one for whatever reason. So I used to know, I used to know, like you could ask me any time of the day and I knew what time it was in America, but now I don't. But hold on, let me, let me see if I can test my memory here. If it's, if it's one o'clock here, then it's 4 a.m. In, in Australia, which makes it 3 p.m. in America. I honestly don't know. Let's look this up. I should know, man. Current time, New York. I really should know. This is not that hard. It's because I've been moving around and also because I'm not streaming anymore. Okay, so they're one, two, so they're 11 hours in front, but yesterday. So they're 13 hours behind me. Is that right? One, two, no, they're 11 hours behind me. Okay. 11 hours behind me. There you go. So that's on the, on the East Coast, obviously. So anyway, getting back, where was I? Oh yeah, the comments. That's right. So Brenda, very good to have you on board. Who else have we got in the live chat? If you're just joining us, by the way, this is called The Truth Movement is a Comical Hoax, Hong Kong. And this is just me testing out my my internet, the computer, the streaming software, the microphone, all the rest of it. Because I'm hoping to do a few of these over the next couple of weeks. I've got this cool couch. I've, um, I've been in Saigon for how long have I been here now? Over two months. And this is the first place with like a cool couch that I've been at. Because I just stayed at Airbnbs. And I stayed at a really cool place for the first six weeks. I was on the top floor. So effectively the penthouse. It wasn't really a penthouse, but it was the top floor of a eight-story building, seven-story building. Crazy stuff. And I had the whole top floor myself. And it was really cool. I really liked having that place. And I might go back there one day if I ever come back to Saigon. But um, I didn't have a nice place for doing this kind of stream, just sitting here. Because this is popular now. I know that this is very popular with with YouTubers and streamers is just to sit on their couch and uh, that's never been a thing for me but I'm like well why not why not do that that's what people love it's easy you just sit here I mean look at Nathan Oakley <laughs> all that guy and look I don't know I don't follow the flat earth anymore the whole flat earth thing but all that guy used to do was just sit there on his couch and stream and just talk and okay some people don't like him and I don't agree with him about a lot of things but all he was just doing was sitting there and talking and facilitating a conversation and and that's how he had his audience. That's how he did his thing. You know, credit to him. So so people, you know, people are happy with that. And so uh, I'm like, okay. I normally I normally record and live stream standing up. I, I make a makeshift standing desk. But why? Why not just chill out on the couch and just talk some shit? People love it. <laughs> and it's easy to sit here. So uh, so yeah. So I'm planning now. That I've got a really cool couch in this place. This is what I'm planning to do. Maybe not at one o'clock in the morning, but um, I had a big day today. So, yeah, so if you're just joining us, I'm going to speak a bit today before we wrap up the stream about the, uh, the nonsense of the flat earth. Not the nonsense of the flat earth, the nonsense of the truth movement, that's right. It's a hoax. 
Well, I am tempted to move into that room because you can kind of hear the background noise. I don't know, let me know in the live stream if, uh, if there's too much noise. Or if you can't hear me. But I can't talk too loud because... Because I don't want, I don't want to disturb the neighbours, you know? Like, I'm a guest in this country. I don't want to disturb the neighbours. And, and these walls are not particularly good at keeping in sound. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes, there's some people in the, uh, in the live chat. Who have we got here? Let's have a look. Who else is in there? Est1983, who uh, has been... Uh, let me think, when did I first encounter this character? A couple of years ago, maybe? So, Est1983, check your email inbox, my friend. Oh, Calgigus, yeah, of course. So, on the screen right now, I've got a post from some clown who calls himself Calgigus. We're going to talk about that. Um, I'll tell you what, guys, bear with me. Just bear with me. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to come up with a solution because I really don't want to make too much noise here. In the future, if I do these streams at like 7 p.m. my time, no problem. But it is late and I don't want to make too much noise. It could potentially disturb the neighbours. I'm a very considerate uh, neighbour. I'm sure many of you guys are as well. So give me a minute. I'm going to set this up in the bedroom where I can be as loud as I want and uh, no one can hear me. And I'll be back in just one minute, okay? Just give me one minute. We'll be back. I think we're back. Yeah, so I was very comfortable on that couch. It's a very comfy couch, but um, can you hear me? Let me know in the live chat if you just can hear me. I think I'm back. Sorry about that dead air, guys. Where are we? We'll be back. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're back. All right, sweet. So where was I? Oh, yeah, so that's a very comfortable couch. That's, I love that little living room. I've got my little TV there and I can watch movies and cricket, which is great. But um, it's, it's one o'clock in the morning and that uh, living room, the living area, remember I'm in Saigon, I'm in Ho Chi Minh City, that living area, it, like it has walls, but at the top of the walls, there's just empty space kind of thing. Like there's, there's bars, um, which makes it sound like a prison. It's, it's actually quite, it looks nice, but the point is it doesn't keep the sound in. So I, I don't think I'm bothering the neighbours out there, but I'd rather not. Whereas in this bedroom, this is completely, completely uh, contained. So I can talk here and not be afraid of bothering the neighbours. And it's good to be a good neighbour, especially when you're in a country that you're a guest. It's nice to be overly considerate, I think. So where was I? What was I talking about? Oh yeah, so before this stream is over, we're going to talk about the truth movement being a comical hoax. And we're going to talk about this guy, Cal Gakis. Cal Gakis. Uh, what do you think about this video? Yeah, we're going to talk about that nonsense. And so what I was doing at the start was just giving some context. Yes, I've been here for five years, guys. I've been here for five years, man. And, and I first started watching all this YouTube truth crap a year before that. So it's basically six years that I've been heavily heavily involved one way or another and um, like I was saying good people do come through the so-called truth movement they do but they're a minority and they get burnt out pretty quick by the nonsense whereas the non-player characters 
the clowns, the fools, the charlatans, they, they can just stay here year after year, making no progress, never going anywhere, getting into fights, quabbles, acting like children, because they're stupid, they're moronic, they're non-player characters, they're not capable of critical thought. They're basically here just to populate the landscape. Because this reality that we live in is very similar to a video game. Now, I'm not saying that it is a video game. I'm saying that many of the characters here are no different to robots that you will find in a video game. And I'm also saying that outer space is a hoax. It's not real. It's not a place you can go to. You've been deceived. I've been deceived. <clears throat> pardon me, my voice. Uh, pardon my voice. We've all been deceived about this place called outer space. It's not a real place. Okay? It's not a real place you can go to. So you've been led to believe that... Uh, this this Earth that we're on is just a tiny little speck, and that there's all this space out there. Hence the name, outer space, yeah. And, and there's just this amazing universe out there, yeah. That's what we've all been led to believe. But it's not real. That's a hoax. It's never been real. It's never going to be real. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt. Period. That's a fact. And so it turns out that actually this realm that you're in is much smaller than you've been led to. It's significantly smaller. There's only this Earth, okay? And you can jump on a plane and you can get to the other side pretty easily. It takes a few hours, okay? It takes a few hours. Yeah. How long does it take me to fly to Africa? What was that, like, AR flight from London? You know what I mean? You get the point I'm trying to make, though. This, this realm that you're in, it's very similar to a video game level in the sense that you can go from one side to the other. Quite easily, really. It takes some time, but... It's pretty easy. There's no space, though. There's no space. So in the sense that you can go from, from one country to another country, you know, in the space of, uh, of a few weeks, you could cover all the continents if you wanted to. Uh, similar to a video game. Many of the people who populate this realm, they don't have any critical thought. They're not capable of thinking for themselves. That's why when you show them a plane slicing into a building like a hot knife through butter, you can sit down and, and talk through it with them and discuss basic ideas of Newtonian physics, all of this. It's never going to change anything, man. It's like trying to talk to a dog. They have no critical thought. They never will have critical thought. It's not, oh, they, they can think they've just been brainwashed. No, they can't think. Just like robots. Robots that have no capacity for thought, same as these, these characters. Many of whom are here in the truth movement, the so-called truth movement. So there's not as much space as you've been told. There's only the, basically, the, the land that you know of. There's no amount of space. Isn't, that's, that's nonsense. The people can't think for themselves, most of them, including most of the people in this realm in this uh, so-called truth scene. And history doesn't go back more than a couple of hundred years. You've been led to believe, oh, humans go back uh, thousands of years, civilization, and we've been evolving for millions of years. And, and before humans, there were these dinosaurs, these big monsters, argh, all this crap. None of that's real. And it's quite easy to, to demonstrate that none of this is real. It's all been fabricated in the last couple of hundred years. And, and then before that, there's nothing. There's nothing. So again, it's just like a video game. And this all sounds completely crazy. Oh, I'm not living in a realm that's just like a video game. Oh, there's outer space and we evolved from simpler species and there used to be monsters and and, um, and history goes back a long way and, and people are smart, they've just been brainwashed, but one day they're going to wake up to the truth. And That's all a load of nonsense, guys. It's a complete load of nonsense, all right? And if you disagree with me, that's fine. That's totally fine. I'm not telling you this to convince you. I can't convince you. You would, if, if the roles were reversed six years ago and you were telling me this, I would have said, well, you're, you're either trolling or you're a paid shill 
or you just you've lost your mind. You've done too many drugs. But what you're saying is not true. Outer space is real. Uh, dinosaurs are real. Humans go back thousands of years. I read about Plato at university, and and people can think for themselves. They just don't know how yet. But but we're going to show them. That's what I would have said. And I would have been wrong. It took me going through this process myself to arrive at the conclusions that I'm now at. These conclusions that I'm now sharing with you. So let's carry on then with uh, this uh, presentation. It's good to be back. I have to be honest. It is good to be back live streaming. I do enjoy it. I got, I got kind of got addicted to it a couple of years ago for a while there. And um, I went to karaoke the other night. It was my birthday. And uh, we went out to karaoke, me and some people I know here. And I tell you what, man, it was so fun. It was... I haven't really done much karaoke in my life. And not... Well, I've been in Asia for six months. I haven't done karaoke once. That's crazy. Those of you who've been to Asia, you know that's crazy. You're like, what? The Asians love karaoke. Yeah, I know. I just haven't... haven't done that. You know what I mean? Like, on my nightly walk, I'll walk past, like, four big karaoke venues. Just on my one nightly walk. All these karaoke venues, man. But I just hadn't hadn't done that. And then uh, on, on on my birthday, uh, that's what we did. And, man, it was fun. It was fun drinking, singing, carrying on. I think it was really fun. You know, introducing every song, introducing singers, and just being a, being an entertainer. I, I do I do enjoy it, you know, and, and I'm kind of... Sometimes I have to remind myself, I am blessed that I've managed to build up this small little business of mine that is largely revolving around entertaining people. That is pretty cool. I have to remind myself that because it's easy to forget that. It's easy for me to forget that, but it is cool that whether what I'm saying is true or not true, and I believe it is true, uh, whether people agree with me or they don't agree with me, as long as I'm entertaining people and, and hopefully sometimes making them laugh and uh, forget about their other problems, because we all have problems, everyone has problems. Now, now this happened, I got disconnected when I did that um, space, no, it wasn't space hoax, the history hoax, when I did the history, that's what I'm doing, yeah, and it was fun, karaoke man, entertaining people, that was a lot of fun, man, too much fun, too much fun. This city, man, I tell you what, if you have any concerns about your alcohol consumption and your recklessness when consuming alcohol, this city will make or break you, I think. And I'm, I'm still here two months later, so it hasn't broken me, but I've been in some very strange situations. And I've survived in one piece. Do you ever, do you ever feel like you are blessed that, that Chatelet is looking after you, that, that the great Keck has you covered, has your back covered? Yeah. Do you ever feel that way? I, I feel blessed. Some of the dumb shit I've done, and I'm still here in one piece. You know, living the dream. Uh, yeah, I I couldn't complain if I woke up in a hospital in big trouble. You know, I couldn't because because I've done some dumb things, but I'm still here in one piece, perfectly healthy. <laughs> Everyone I've, I've spent time with, they're all they've all got back in one piece, and everyone's everyone's been fine. Everyone's been fine. Uh, the great the great Keck smiles upon me. I think. And uh, I'm I'm thankful. I'm grateful for that. So where was I? Oh yeah, the so-called truth movement. Yeah, full of retards, guys. Full of complete retards. Lots of good people there. Don't get me wrong, but they're the minority. And anyone who you listen to using language like "we," "we this," "we that," you're listening to a retard. Okay, straight up. At at best, you're listening to a player character who 
is just new to the scene and hasn't worked shit out yet, at best, more likely you are listening to a non-player character, a retard, okay? Someone who's never going to progress. And if you're someone who still uses that language, like, oh, we, we are going to spread this... No, okay. Um, it's, it's my... It's not my duty, but I guess in a way, what I'm going to do is is tell you that, yeah, you're, you're a non-player character. I'm sorry. Ever seen the film Blade Runner, where the Harrison Ford character has to determine, is this cute lady a robot or not? And he asks her the questions, and like, he doesn't want to tell her the truth, because he feels bad for her. Because even though she's a robot, she still does have, she does kind of have feelings, but they're programmed. Uh, those of you who believe you're in a truth movement, and that your truths are important enough for the government to care about you, yeah, you're you're like that pretty lady in Blade Runner, okay? And do you think I enjoy telling you this, that you don't have critical thought and that you are a moron? Do you think I enjoy that? No. Sometimes I make jokes about it. That's for my benefit. That's that's for me to see the bright side of a sad situation, man. Because I used to think there was hope for all of us when it comes to thought. But there isn't. There isn't. Most people will never think for themselves. Never. All they will do is just parrot mantras from other people. That's all. That's all they'll do. That's all they'll do. They're incapable of critical thought. And those of you who believe that you're part of a truth movement, if you've been here for a few months, that's okay. That's okay. Player characters can get caught in that web. But if you've been here for a few years, which most of you have, and you actually believe you're part of some movement that's going to spread the truth, yeah, then yeah, you are like the cute chick from from Blade Runner. You, um, you're, you're a bot basically you're a bot it doesn't make you a bad person at all doesn't make doesn't mean that you're a worse person than me okay just means that you're never going to progress you are incapable of progressing you are here for the amusement of the player characters yeah or or to serve the ends of the player characters that's what you're here for yeah the powerful storytellers uh that's what you're here for because the great storytellers need people to believe and parrot their stories. The authorities. Why do you think they're called the authorities? Author. It is. Author. It is. The storytellers. The authorities, the people with the power, are the ones who tell the great stories, you see. And so you need a whole realm populated with bots. People like you, the ones who can't think themselves. Uh, and I'm talking to the people who believe you're part of some movement. Yeah, you. The authorities need you to, to populate this realm. And you could argue that even the bottom level player characters like myself, people just leading, you know, I've got no, in, in the grand scheme, man, I've got no, I'm not, I'm not up there with the, with the great storytellers, man. I don't have, I don't get to make Hollywood films. I'm not a big book. I'm not, I'm not some great author uh, of, of books. You know, I'm just a YouTuber with what, 300 subs? Nothing, practically. So in the grand uh, storytelling scheme, I'm a nobody, right? So, so I'm not claiming that you were put here for my for my amusement, but but there is an argument to be made that this realm is kind of like a video game, and that the player characters are all competing to get you to to do their bidding. And every time you post nonsense about Epstein, oh, let's we have to expose Epstein. Some player characters having fun at your expense, man. That's the reality, because you're parroting nonsense, complete nonsense. Oh, if we if we keep talking about sex rings, yeah, what? What's going to happen? What? Tell me. Explain it to me. Explain to me how you sitting there talking about child sex cults 
or Epstein sex with underage girls or any of this nonsense, explain to me what what you think that's going to achieve. Oh, we're going to spread... See? See what I'm saying? You're a bot. You're a bot. You're a very stupid bot. Doesn't make you a bad person, though. I have to emphasize this. You, depending on which ethic system that you use, what value system you, you mark things by, you could well be a better person than me. And, and a better person than many of the player characters. And also, it doesn't mean you can't be happy. I think a lot of the bots are happier than me. In fact, I'm very confident that most of the bots are happier than me most of the time. Most of the time. So, yeah, being a bot's not even a bad thing, man. It's not even a bad thing. In my opinion. But if you can't think for yourself, then, then you are a bot. It's been important to make this distinction. Now, let's go back to the comments. We've got... Well, we've got 15 watching live. Not a, not a huge audience tonight, although I didn't advertise this. So let's go through the comments. Alastair Kane, who has been one of my best supporters, even before there was a website, even before I started doing this, trying to make it a side hustle, going right back to when I was just a YouTuber doing this because I was passionate about it. Alastair Kane was one of my best supporters, and he knows that. So it's awesome to see him in the live stream chat. And he says, stuck at work, but wanted to say hello quickly. Drop me a line when you get a moment. I'll do that. Because it's been probably been a year since we last spoke, which is just crazy. Man, I've been overseas for six months. Can you believe that? In fact, today, we are now in the 22nd. I left on the 23rd of February. So tomorrow is six months. And it's also the start of the... The next test match tomorrow. I hope I'm smart enough not to get a beer tomorrow, because if I if I start drinking on Thursday, it might be it might be a long weekend. We don't want that. Yeah, alcoholism, guys. It's uh, this this th- guys. I I live literally a three minute walk from 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 fun from crazy fun all kinds of fun whatever fun you want it's there it's there it's like wonderland here man you hear all these people talking about um, Bali and Thailand like go there for fun maybe maybe they are fun I'm not taking anything away from that but I never heard people refer to Saigon as fun uh, that's not even like, like I came here by accident pretty much and I'm telling you man this place this place is fun this place is outrageous fun outrageous man and uh yeah <laughs> I'm still alive I'm still in one piece that's it's, uh maybe I don't give myself enough credit anyways Alistair Kane's in the live chat good to see him there super agent Alistair Kane in fact super agent 01 if memory serves who else is in there Von Goff says that it's 11am uh, on the west coast so it's now 20 past uh, 11 on the west coast am hello Von Goff I'm not familiar with your username welcome to the John LeBond channel this is one of the very few channels where you'll see actual research being presented maybe not in this video this video I'm just talking but if you go through my catalogue of videos you'll see that there's actual research there which is uh, a rare thing in this scene because a lot of people confuse parroting mantras with research. They're not the same thing. They're not. But bots don't know that because they're stupid. Who else is in there? Wardman Chris is there as well. Good to see him in the live stream chat. Uh, let me 
let's see. Von Goff says, what's up with Flat Earth? Have they got their big evidence yet? I don't know, man. You're asking the wrong guy. All right, I interviewed about a dozen Flat Earthers back in 2015. That's four years ago now, man. That's four years ago. So there's to this day, there's still people trying to besmirch me with, with the Flat Earth, like a guilt by association. Now, okay, I interviewed them. And my show was the biggest show in that scene at the time. So I take full responsibility for all of that. But it was four years ago, man. Four years ago. A lot has happened since then. And uh, whatever the Flat Earthers are doing, I say good luck to them. You know, they're, they're, pro- they're providing entertainment for their audience. Now, I would argue that anyone who still believes in Flat Earth is either a noob and it's easy to get caught up in that web or they're a moron. Okay? That's it. That's it, okay? At least as far as Flat Earth with a capital F and a capital E are concerned, right? That Flat Earth YouTube religion thing they're doing? Uh, that's, that's for idiots. That's for morons, okay? Now, that's not to say that anyone who believes the Earth might be flat as a moron. That's a different thing. Because who knows? Who knows what this realm is, all right? The best model is a spinning ball. That doesn't mean that it actually is a spinning ball. Maybe it is flat. I don't know. But that's different to the... That's different to the flat earthers I was talking to four years ago. Those people truly believe it's literally flat, that they can prove that it's flat, they deny the evidence. Just, that, yeah, you got me started. Don't get me started about that. Four years ago, man, guys, come on. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jay Roberts wants, says that she wants to see me without the hat. Uh, yeah, no, you don't, trust me. The hat... The hat is uh, part of the look. What do you think of the sun is, by the way? What do you think of these? I um, I normally actually do my live streams, my videos without sunnies on, but I don't sleep enough here in here in Fun Saigon, and I'm not looking like a man who's well rested, and I'm very self conscious about that. So I've got the sunnies on, and yeah, it's uh, it's it's my new look. What do you think of my new look? I bought the hat for practical reasons, actually, to keep the sun off me, and uh, it's now become part of my look. I'm thinking of keeping it. The, the beanie, I've still got the beanie. In fact, the beanie's right there. I've still got the beanie, all right? But I'm enjoying the hat. But, uh, but yeah, now I shaved. My head is completely shaved. Like, okay, the hair's growing back now, but it's it was completely shaved a couple of weeks ago. And it's a totally different look. Anyone who's used to the old look, this this new look will yeah, blow you away. So let's wait for the hair to grow back more before we take off any hats, I think. That's the plan. In fact, the guy who shaved my head, I went to a barber, obviously, but I went with someone else, and they, they spoke Vietnamese to the barber, and I didn't know what the hell was going on, and he also shaved off my beard as well. So, like, that's also growing back, but... Yeah. It was, I was like, what's... What? You know? Yeah, anyway. This has happened. It was, it was due. It was years overdue, okay? Ask anyone who saw the hair before it got cut off, and they'll tell you, yeah, mate, he was due for a cut, all right? It was all matted. The humidity of Asia had messed it up. I was due for a for a cut. So um, yeah, yeah. But so give it give it a few weeks. Let it grow back a bit, and people can see the the new look if they want. Uh, let's see. Thrice eight Hermes says TNG is less than idiom. Well, maybe I am. Maybe I am less than idiom. I've, I've mentioned this before. Maybe only on the website, not on the the public stuff. But I've mentioned this before. Sometimes I think, what if Lester is a character that, that I do when I'm blind drunk. Because the truth is, I'm not proud of this. 
I did used to drink way too much, way too often, and I still do, just not as often, and not at not as much, but still, still too much, too often. But it used to be way worse, way worse, and and and, and I do black out if I drink too much alcohol. I do I black out sometimes. Anyway, so what if Lester is just this character I become when I'm blind drunk? You know, like the mask, like Jim Carrey in the mask. When was that? Nineteen ninety-three, ninety-four, I think. Like, what if what if Lester is me? You know, I have thought about that. Like, if I discovered Lester was me, how would I feel about that? Hmm. Yeah, pretty good. Lester, Lester's a genius. I would feel good about that. Yeah. That that'd be pretty cool. <clears throat> but then it just means that the, the drunk version of me believes in outer space. Now, look. I would have to be very drunk to believe in some place that there's no evidence for, unless you believe known liars. <clears throat> Pardon my voice. There's no evidence for, unless you believe paid lies or known lies, the government, NASA. There's no evidence for it. It goes against all intuition. There's no place you can just float around, okay, in an absence of, of mass. You can in water, but that's that's more dense than air. They're telling us space is less dense than air. You think you just float around there forever? It's The whole thing is absurd. No evidence. You can't go there. You've never been there. The people who say they've been there are known lies. It doesn't exist. So what, when I get really drunk, I start believing in space? Nah. When I get drunk, I, I say and do silly things, don't we all? But that'd be a bridge too far for me. So, yeah, it, that's the one thing that, that would really take me back if I was Lester. Really, why? Maybe, maybe I just do it as a joke. Maybe I do it to fool myself. Maybe the drunk me is like, huh, I'll, I'll be a prankster. <laughs> Sober JLB will never know it's me. Or pretend I believe in space and you'll never cotton on that it's actually me doing this the whole time. Yeah, I guess that's, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, let's see. Tim Osman is in the live chat. Tim, good to have you there, man. Uh, it's a bit late now to, to have people join. Because if you joined, I'd just be up all night. And... Uh, some people came to my place at like midnight. They're like, hey, come on, let's go for a beer. And I'm like, ah. Oh. I, I promised myself I wouldn't drink anymore for two weeks after my birthday. And and we're up to like day three. And I'm like, ah, oh, no. And the way I convinced myself not to drink is they're like, well, if you do drink, you'll be out till four o'clock again. So you can't go. So I was like, no, I can't go. So I told him I can't go. But I don't want to stay up till four o'clock because that, that is not good for you. And if, if Tim joins the show now... I'll be up to four o'clock because I love talking to Tim. But Tim, what we'll do is, man, you you give me a time over the over this weekend. Give me a time, and I'll come onto your show, or I can stream a show on my channel, whatever you want, and we can just chat about whatever, whatever you want. Invite Validation Boy if you want. Get him on as well if if you're talking to him because I know that sometimes you guys have little fights and stuff. But I think I think he's talking to Jed because I saw a BB live stream the other day where he was saying nice things about Jed. So I assume they're on good terms. I hope you're on good terms with them. Man, get, get, get the whole team back together. Get the whole crew back together, man. That'd be fun. It'd be fun. And um, and I won't bring up any topics that you don't want to uh, talk about. So if you, don't, if you don't want to talk about space being fake, that's fine. If you don't want to talk about Plato, Herodotus, Aristotle, Caesar, Alfred the Great, all these people being fake, that's cool. Don't have to talk about that. Even though the evidence is overwhelming. These people are all fake. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt, period. That's a fact. <clears throat> so where was I? Oh, yeah. Reading out the live chat. Oh, yeah. So Tim Osmond says we're going to go from 1% to 99% overnight. So 
what the Flat Earthers were saying back in 2015 is, what, what was what was David Weiss's thing? It's gonna go from five percent to ninety five percent overnight. Was it five to ninety five? Was it five? Anyway, David Weiss has a channel called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, and he used to be on the show, The Ball of the Skeptic Roundtable. He was one of the panelists, and he, I always enjoyed dealing with him. He was always nice to deal with. In the end, things didn't work out well post baller skeptic because he got he got right into the whole flat earth thing and and back then I was a lot more I was a lot more sort of no you know here's here's the evidence and here is the conclusion and anyone who says otherwise like what's your reason for doing this and I took it all a lot more seriously back then and I probably didn't appreciate that he was just doing his thing and if flat earth is his thing you know good luck to him and like even I kind of still did believe not maybe not in the truth movement, but in this idea that there's people out there who, who care about the research, you know. And it's like, yeah, there, there are some, a few dozen, but the rest of them, they just want entertainment. That's all they want, you know. Like we all want entertainment, including the people who care about research. But there are some people that's all they want, and that's what that's what David was giving them. You know, he he was tailoring his material to to what those people wanted. You know, good luck to him. But um. Anyway, I did I did pull him up on one thing though once on a live show it was him, myself, Matrix, and Patricia Steer, Flat Earth and other hot potatoes lady. And again, this is 2015, late 2015, maybe early 2016, around that time. And I've still got all these shows saved. I can just re-upload these if, if they've been deleted from the YouTube. I can just re-upload it. I've got everything. I've got everything, man. I saved the whole lot on two hard drives. In fact, they're in this room. I can probably show you if you want. But I saved the whole lot. And, um, yeah, he's also saying, oh, yeah, so we're, we're on this, um, live stream, and David Weiss is like, it's gonna go from 5% to 95% overnight. And I'm like, David, do you have any reason to think that it's even close to 5% right now? Like, do you have any evidence that it's ever done that? That it's ever just snowballed like that? Do you have anything? No, no, you don't. It's a complete joke. But these people really seem to believe it. You know, and, and again, when I first got into the scene, I believe a lot of this nonsense as well. Maybe not five percent to ninety-five percent of a night, but you know, this idea that the uh, the so-called truth was spreading—I believe all this crap. And uh, like I said, it's a very easy web to, to fall into, even for player characters. So yes, yeah, so Tim Osman in live chat. Good to see you there. So who else have we got? Who else have we got here? Thrice to whom is he's another person. I'll link to his channel in the info box below, and go and check it out. Him and TNG are doing actual research. They're saying, right, what is, the, what is the story of this character of history? Right? What is, let's say, Alfred the Great, for example. What is the story? What is the story? Oh, the story is that this person lived at this time and he said these things and he worked on this project or he worked with these people or he discovered this thing. Whatever it is, find out what the story is and then find out, right, what's the evidence for that story? What's that based on? Is that based on a book that he wrote? Is it based on a book that somebody else wrote who knew him? Let's find out. Okay, it's based on this. All right, cool. Can we track down that book to read it for ourselves? What What is there? Oh, no, it, it's based on a translation from someone else. Okay, great. Let's go and find that translation, right? And just follow this process back. How close to this person's alleged existence can we get? All right? And if you do that, it turns out you can't get back to their existence. That's not how far back the books go. Oh, yeah, we've got books written by Plato. Uh, no, you don't. You've got books that were published in a, a publishing mill somewhere 20 years ago. That book is supposedly 
a copy of a book written by Plato. What evidence do you have that the, the words that you're reading were ever written by Plato? I mean, for a start, you're reading in English. That guy didn't even officially write in English. So you, you know that someone is an intermediary here. So have you taken the time to find out where the intermediary got their story? No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Either because you're a player character who has never had this explained to them, so you've never thought to go and do it, or because you're a non-player character and you will never check anything because that's not what you're here to do. Either way, you haven't checked. Because if you had checked, you'd know there was no Plato, there was no Alfred the Great, there was no Herodotus, there was no Aristotle, okay? There was no Library of Alexandria, there was no ancient Egypt, ancient Greece, ancient Rome. None of this is real. None of this is real. And it's easy to, it's easy to show this to yourself and to others if you do the research. And I've been saying this for years. And I was very fortunate that some of the members of my website, they would send me emails and they'd say, hey, JLB, I tried this. What you were saying sounded crazy, so I tried it. I tried it on this character or this character and I spent hours and you're right, there's nothing. There's no, and I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. And I'm very blessed that, that I had this kind of correspondence with people. But the, the, things have gone to a new level over the last few months because now members on my website, they're not just doing this research, they're presenting it themselves. They've got their own YouTube channels now, separate from mine, and, and they're showing. Look, the sources don't go back. So this, this is much bigger than me now. I could, I could get drunk on Weavian Street and mix with the wrong people and never be seen again. And it wouldn't matter because now this is out there now. Yeah, TNG, Typey Typey, this is out there now. And, and people, not many people, but the player characters, at our level, at our level of, of, of the great game, uh, they're going to know. They're going to find this out. That, yeah, history as you know it is fake. And there's a reason for that. And I, I've already kind of alluded to it earlier in this stream about what this realm really is. But there's a reason. There's a reason why the history doesn't go back very far. This realm isn't what you've been convinced that it is. This, this realm is something very different. Something very scary at first. Very daunting. Until you get your head around it and realize this is actually pretty cool. It's pretty cool, man. Everything that you thought you had to worry about, you don't. You've got nothing to worry about, man. This, this realm is much more amazing and beautiful than, than people want you to realize. It's fantastic, actually. But you can't suddenly arrive at that conclusion. You've got to go through the process. And that's what these guys have done. So I'll link to their channels in the in the comment section below. And uh, yeah, it's been, for me personally, to think, you know, the journey that this has been. I mean, when I was interviewing Eric Dubay, if you go back and listen to my interview with Eric Dubay from 2015, he made a, he, makes, he used to make a reference, I don't know if he still does, but he used to make a reference to uh, ancient Egypt, maybe to do with that, that bullshit experiment where supposedly, what's the name of that guy who supposedly determines the the circumference of the earth. Oh, I have to know all of this trivia off the top of my head. What's the name of that guy? Oh, something, please? Uh, it'll come to me. Someone in live chat will tell me, but I want to... I've closed my eyes. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see. I want to get this on my own. I should know this, man. What was the name of the dude who supposedly determines the circumference of the earth with the stupid sticks and shadows? Sticks and shadows. Ah, oh, I should know this, man. The sticks and the shadows. Come on, man. The sticks and the shadows. Uh, sticks and shadows. Oh, come on, man. I can't remember. Can't remember. Somebody live chat will know. 
Yeah, but anyway, so I said to him in, in this um, in this interview, in this live stream, we used to do our interviews live stream, man. Can you believe that? Just some some young punk amateur from from Brisbane is doing live stream serious interviews on a weekly basis, just for fun, man. And they were high quality interviews as well. And uh, yeah, I man, I don't I don't like doing live stuff now compared to recorded because recorded you can go back, you can fix things up. If there's dead air, you can get rid of it. You can insert clips. It's it's for me a more I I prefer that as a content producer now. Live stream is just um, I don't say it's high pressure because at the end of the day, what is this? You know, it's not you know we're not we're not on live TV going going uh, to millions of, of houses, but it is you know for amateurs it is pretty full on. If you're trying to do a high quality show, like I said before, some people just sit there on the couch, they don't give a shit. Because someone who cares about production values, it is it is a lot more difficult than than uh, the post prod work. So anyway, so I asked Eric Dubay, this is 2015. I said to him, is it possible that guy never existed? Is it possible that ancient Egypt is, is a hoax? Because I was onto it by then. So I've been onto this for years, man. I've been onto this for years. And it's only really been the last maybe six months that other people have come along. And they're not just saying that they agree with me. They're showing why. They, they'll show you why. They'll tell you why. They'll explain it step by step, what they've done. And, and it's not that they've copied my steps on my topics, they've gone and found their own topics. Like Alfred the Great, for instance, Dipey, he did that. He um, he went and looked into Alfred the Great. I don't know anything about this guy. So all of his work is his work, starting from the start. Here's the story. Let's trace the story. What do you know? It doesn't go back more than a couple hundred years. Now, why why is my live stream telling me that some, some things are being held for review? Warden and Chris, uh, if you're listening... My my computer's telling me that your comments are being held for review. I have no idea why that is. Maybe if I set you as a moderator. Wardman Chris is now a moderator for your channel. I don't know why that your your comments is said had to be reviewed. I don't know why that is. <coughs> Again, pardon my voice, it's one thirty at the, in the in the evening, you know. And I'm trying not to talk too loud. Because it is you know, even though I'm in my bedroom now, you know, I still... Okay, it's kind of weird. I did do a, an apartment tour on a different YouTube channel that I have, which is more focused on travel. And I showed this whole this whole apartment. And uh, this window, I, don't, I never opened it. I don't think you meant to open it. This, this, these paintings, these paintings, they look like they're just meant to be sitting there. But actually, they're covering a window. Yeah, it's, it's, a, stra- it's a strange room. Yeah, it's a strange room. So I don't don't want to uh don't be too loud. Anyway, getting back to the live chat, where were we? Um let's see. Let's go back a little while here. S nineteen eighty three says, How are the Airbnbs in Saigon? The place I'm in right now, it has a bedroom, it has a living area with a TV, your own kitchen, your own bathroom. I'm I'm literally three minutes from Boivian, which is just the party street, and this is costing me three fifty US for twenty eight days. That's all included. Three fifty US, three fifty US for twenty eight days. All right. Now it's not the Ritz. In fact, of all the places I've stayed in Saigon, this is the worst bed. This is this is not a very comfortable bed. Right? It's on crates for Christ's sakes. Uh, it's a mattress on crates. This is, Seriously, 
I'm 32 years old now. I feel like I'm back in college, man. I feel like I'm 22 again. I'm sleeping on a mattress on crates on the floor. <laughs> People are calling me at midnight saying, come out for a beer, because we all live near each other. And, and they, that you know, one of them does have a job, but she doesn't care what time she goes to sleep. And, and he does not have a job, so he doesn't give a shit what time he goes to sleep. And I do have a job, but I work whenever the hell I want. So it's very easy to get into these bad habits of uh, yeah, going out at midnight. But not tonight. I was like, nope, not interested. You know. Back when I was 22, I didn't have that willpower. You know, if someone's like, oh, let's go out. Yeah, sure, let's do it. I love it. Whereas now I was like, nah, I'm a full-grown man. I'm too old. I'm 32 years old now. I'm too old to go out at midnight. Because I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. Okay. We've been down this path enough times now. All right? Not again. Not now. Maybe in two weeks. So anyway, where was I? I said, answer your question, dude. Yeah, dude, come to Saigon. Holy shit. This this place is amazing. I could see myself staying here long term. I really could. I just want to go and check out a few other cities first, just to make sure. You want to test a few things out. But, but yeah, I could see myself coming back here, man. This is a cool place. Cool place. 350 US, and you're in... I mean, I mean that's just that's crazy shit, man. That's less than I was paying for one bedroom in a mediocre house in a mediocre suburb in Brisbane, which I love Brisbane, but I mean, come on, give me a break, yeah? For for, for one shitty bed, for one bedroom, dude. You go back and look at all those old videos of mine from 2017, 18. They were all recorded in in a share house when I had one bedroom. Um. Now I've got my own place in, in, in just a cool, a cool, a cool part of a cool city, of a cool country, of a cool continent. Yeah. I, I, I hope that answers your question, bro. I hope that answers your question. All right. So let's carry on. Fakeologist says, JLB waiting for your deconstruction of helium. <clears throat> There's something you have to understand about helium, Ab, from Fakeologist, which is that helium could well be a hoax, all right? It could well be a hoax. Carbon, carbon could well be a hoax as well. You know how they tell us all diamonds and graphite, like the stuff in pencils, they're made of the same atoms? That's a hoax. That's not real. Which I only, I only discovered that this year. A lot of my discoveries this year, I haven't done videos about for YouTube because I've been focused on the website but some of the shit that I have discovered this year and by discovered I don't mean oh someone told me so now I say it I mean I took the time took days and days to go alright what's the story I've always believed that diamonds and graphite are made of the same thing I've always believed that diamonds come from the earth I guess I have to go and look into the story and then you spend a few hours and you're like uh oh I can see where this is going you come back the next day, you spend a few more hours, a few more hours, and by the end of the process, you're like, okay, I know the whole story now from start to finish. And my conclusion is, this is a load of nonsense. You know how most people believe that diamonds come from the ground? That they're mined from the ground? That's a hoax, that's not real. That's not a real thing. Nope. The diamond on your wife's wedding ring, that was made in a factory no different to a toy made in China. Okay? I know that sounds hard to believe. What? No. <laughs> mate, this is a diamond. We paid thousands of dollars for this, mate. 
This is a genuine diamond. That's okay. If you believe that, that's fine. But I'm telling you, it was made in a factory. I'm not saying it's cubic zirconia. I'm not saying that it's not diamond, the material. I'm just saying that it wasn't mined from the earth. That's what I'm saying. And I know that that sounds crazy. Oh, what? You, you need a lot of evidence for that, mate. Yeah, I've got it. On my website, johnlebond.com. Oh, mate, I'm not paying for that. No, you spend your money on $5,000 diamonds that were made in factories. Yeah, for cents in the dollar. Yeah, that's where you spend your money. And that's where you're going to keep spending your money. You're going to keep getting ripped off because you don't know. Yeah, and you think other people are going to do your research for you. Right? So you get told, oh, if we just spread the truth about Epstein, that's going to change the world. Give me a break. Give me a break. Goodness gracious. No, it turns out that if you want to undo the programming, you've got to do it yourself or at the very least be around people who can demonstrate that they're doing it. Yeah? That's what you need to do. No, it's too expensive. Too expensive. 40 bucks US to join my website. That's too much. Go and spend three grand, four grand, five grand on a bullshit fucking piece of crap. Pardon my language. Go and do that instead. Beer diamonds are a hoax. Nobody died, nobody got hurt, period. Oh, but what about blood diamonds, JLB? What about the blood diamonds? Yeah, what about them? What about them? I used to believe in blood diamonds. I remember going and watching Leonardo DiCaprio and... Whoever was the female star in that film, she was a cutie. She was a cutie. I forget who that was. Blood Diamonds. Oh, it wasn't Jennifer Connelly, was it? It wasn't Jennifer Connelly. No way. Hold on a second. Hold on, Blood Diamonds. I want the film. Give me the film. With Leo DiCaprio. Give me the film. Here it is. It was Jennifer Connelly. Ah! Jennifer Connelly from The Labyrinth and from Dark City. And if you haven't seen Dark City, boy, do I recommend it. Because it's a lot closer depiction to our reality than any film that has ever showed dinosaurs, okay? Any film that has ever showed dinosaurs being real, the film Dark City is just straight off the bat more accurate than that film. Which will sound crazy to those of you who still believe in dinosaurs, and who have seen Dark City and know how out there it seems. Yeah, it seems out there, but it's less out there, far less out there than any film that includes dinosaurs, okay? That's a fact. Period. End of story. So yeah, Blood Diamonds. Anyway, I went and saw this film, man. I went and saw this with, uh, with my girlfriend at the time. And we enjoyed it. We believed it. We were being brainwashed, bro. We were being brainwashed. Everyone who went and saw this film was being brainwashed. Okay, because it's nonsense. It's not real. This never happened. There never have been and never will be blood diamonds. It's a hoax. Okay? Just like diamonds themselves are not what you've been told. They're a hoax. They're not coming from the ground. Blood diamonds aren't real. Oh, JLB, go and say that to the kids. Shut your, just shut your mouth for a second. There are no kids who lost their arms from blood diamonds. That's also a hoax. Okay? All of this, oh, you've got to go and tell... No, you go and tell them. All right? I'm telling you. Diamonds are a hoax. That's the end of the story. Blood diamonds especially. Hoax. Alright? If you don't like that, that's fine. You can keep watching. Keep hating. That's fine too. Alright? For some people, hating who's on the screen is very entertaining. That's why people love Donald Trump, man. They love him. They love him. They love hating him. He's the Goldstein. The two minutes of hate. People love that shit. Feel free to make me your new Goldstein. That's okay. But just stop telling me that I have to go and tell other people about the hoaxes. I'm telling you. That's what I do. I sit here and I tell you these are hoaxes. You can agree or disagree, that's fine. 
All right? But if you do the research, you'll come to the same conclusion as me. You'll come back and you'll be like, Joe Peter, I'm a bit sorry, mate. <laughs> Turns out you're right. Yeah, I know I'm right. That's why I say this stuff with so much confidence, all right? If you ask me to teach a kid how to be a quarterback in gridiron, right, in American football, I'll be like, how the hell do I know how to teach the kid? I don't even know, right? You won't hear the confidence in my voice anymore, all right, because I don't know shit about that stuff, okay? You ask me instead to teach a kid how to bat in cricket in, in a sport that we play in Australia, the confidence is there, the same confidence I'm talking with right now, because I do know that, yeah? I'm confident with the things that I know, and I know that diamonds are a hoax because I've done the research. And anyone who disagrees with me, they haven't done the research. Because the research will lead you to one simple conclusion. They're a hoax. End of story, period. It's that simple. So let's get back to the live chat then. Uh, let's see. Helium. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about Calvicus later in this presentation. Let's see. Oh, happy birthday from S. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm 32. Yeah, I started this when I was 26. And, uh, yeah, it's, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. You know, like the 40 year old version of me will look back at this version and say, man, that, man, that guy was young and he was just full of life. And it's like, yeah, well, that's how I feel about the 26 year old me, you know? Yeah, boy, did he mean well, but boy, was he naive. Goodness gracious me. Things he didn't know. Which leads me to wonder, what, what do I still not know? Like, I'm still discovering stuff. Just in this year, just in the past six months or so, I've discovered that deadly animals are a hoax, okay? Spiders and snakes. The vast majority of them have never killed anybody and could never kill anybody, period. The vast majority. The vast majority, right? Diamonds are a hoax. The Titanic is a hoax. The Titanic wasn't swapped with its sister ship. All of that stuff, that's a hoax. There was no Titanic. There never could be a Titanic. The whole thing was a hoax, right? From start to finish. Nobody died, nobody got hurt, period. What else have I discovered this year? It's been a few things. Oh, yeah. Um, ultrasound is a hoax. You know how they ultrasound babies in the womb? That actually retards the babies physically. And it's been proven, even by their science, that shows this. Okay, it's logical when you think about it, once you actually get your head around, well, what's going on here? They're cooking the baby. But their own science shows it. Right, if you just read their papers for yourself. Yeah, I've demonstrated that as well. Uh, what's another one? Another black pill. I'm sorry to, to bring up black pills, but this is this is part of my 2019. This is the six-month review, guys. It's turned into an artificial six-month review. We also learned that um, induced comas, they're a hoax. That's not a real thing, okay? They're just drug overdoses, horrific drug overdoses. So that, that's also a hoax. I discovered that this year. Yeah, the the ultrasound hoax and the, and the induced coma hoax, man, they were tough black pills. And I was, I was doing all of that work. I was producing all of that material when I was in Malaysia. And I was a lot more alone in Malaysia. Here, here I know people and I'm having fun. And, but in Malaysia, I was, I was pretty much all alone for most of that. And, uh, that was some, that was some dark times, man. <laughs> they, they were some fucking dark times, man. Shit. Shit. Yeah, the ultrasound. Th those of you who were bots, this is why it's good that you're a bot. Because this stuff can't affect you the same way. Player characters, man, we get... Fuck, we get affected by this shit, man. The black pills really affect us. Whereas you, you're not programmed to be affected by this stuff. You're just programmed to 
just to eat and sleep and stuff, basically. So, like, yeah, you kind of have feelings, but not not real feelings, you know? So, so you wouldn't have to worry about that. But yeah, for those of you who are player characters, and, and you're, everybody thinks you're a player character, mind you, but I'm saying for the ones who actually are, yeah, the, the ultrasound hoax will mess you up, and the, the induced coma hoax, maybe not as bad as the ultrasound hoax, but if you know anyone who's been in induced coma, that'll mess you up as well. So I discovered that. So that wasn't good. Now let's see, what else? What else have we discovered on the website? Hoaxes. Now those are the main ones that come to mind so far this year. And it's still only August. So, you know, who knows what else is next? You know, who knows what I'll know at 40 that I, that I don't know now? More stuff. I'm going to keep learning stuff. There's stuff that I believe today, because I've never questioned it, that over the next few years I'm going to question. And I'll learn it was not true. Right? Same as all this other stuff that's come before. It's going to keep happening, man. The deep programming keeps going. Whereas, whereas non-player characters tend to think they've already got it all worked out. That's why they can't quit. Like, they can't question more stuff because they're convinced they already have done the work. They've already done the deprogramming. That's why they can't be swayed on their opinions because they don't realize that there's so much programming in their head. Whereas people who are self-aware, the player characters, are like, yep, who knows what else is in there that I still believe. I'm finding out stuff constantly that I didn't know was not real. Even just some of what I've experienced here in Asia. I had these preconceived notions in my head about how things are I've seen something, done something, experienced something, heard something, and it's caused me to reconsider, well, what do I really know about that? And then and then you find out, oh, I was wrong about that too. Holy shit. It just goes on and on and on and on, doesn't it? So let's get back to the... I'm really enjoying this, guys. This is the problem, man. This is addictive. This is addictive. I'm loving this. We've got 20 people watching live. Uh, let's see... Uh, Tim Osmond says the shields are trying to shut you down uh, and he's joking obviously did, Tim did you ever believe in the page shields like back when you were in the, the Jeff C truth cult did you believe in page shields because when I first got into this scene I did I did kind of believe in that crap ne- never completely there was always something wrong with the whole something about it all seems contrived but I did kind of believe in page shields at first you know, I did, it, that's the web that you get trapped in, man. Thrice Hermes he says, I can see why they would lie about going to the moon, but why would they lie about outer space? Yeah, why would they? Why would they lie? Why, why would anybody lie about anything? That's what I always say. Why would they lie? Why would they, he's joking, by the way. He knows full well that space is a hoax. Unless Lester got to him. Which wouldn't surprise me, because I believe Thrice Hermes enjoys a drink. So maybe he got drunk with Lester unless they convince him that outer space is real. I could see that happening. Seems plausible to me. Brandon Berry says they had Thrice Hermes and TNG both paid shills. They produced too much content to hold real jobs. Probably both CIA. Plausible. People used to accuse me... People used to say this as a criticism of me, that I put out too much content, that there must be a full-time job. And it's like, no, I actually had another job at the time. I was just going nuts with all of this. Going nuts, man. The... The, the volume of content I produced, 2017 especially, I'm never going to top that. That was insane, man, what I was doing. And I'm glad I did it. But um, I look back at, at some of what I wrote, and I'm like, how the hell did I write that? That was that was like three days after I wrote that other. Like, what the hell? And I wasn't on I wasn't on speed. I wasn't on amphetamines, like staying up all night to do it. I just had all this had all this stuff I needed to to do. Which I don't, I don't feel quite as compelled anymore. You know, I, I kind of feel like, 
I've passed the baton on to TNG and on to Thrice Hate of Hermes and to others. You know, I kind of feel like I'm still I'm still doing my work. I'm still doing my research, but I'm just not not quite as uh, quite as not quite as uh, driven as I once was. Anyway, what else have we got? Is that Validation Boy in the live stream? Validation Boy, I mentioned you earlier, actually. You might have liked uh, the little reference that, uh, that I had for you. You might have enjoyed it. Aratistinis. That was the dude with the sticks and the shit. Aratistinis, man. Hey, I used to know all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I still know it, but I used to like, have it right at the, the tip of my tongue. Aratistinis, yeah. So, so... Getting the context of that story is Eric Dubay had brought up this Eratosthenes story or, or something like this. And I was like, yeah, is it possible this guy never existed? And, and to his credit, Dubay was like, yeah, it's possible. See, he was open-minded to the history hoax even back uh, four years ago. Now, if you're just joining us late, this was meant to be me looking at this Calgacus idiot and, uh, and showing that he is an idiot. And if you're out there, Calgacus... Feel free to contact me, johnlebond123 at gmail.com. Let's set up a debate. A live debate. You choose any topic from my patented, infamous hoax hierarchy. You pick the topic where you disagree with me. And let's make it happen, man. Let's make this shit happen. Let's make this happen. Yeah? Give me a second. Let me go to Firefox. All right. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go get the, the hoax triangle right now. Right? All these people talking this shit. This utter shit. Alright, if I'm wrong about anything, debate me. This should be easy for you, man. It should be easy. You tell me where I'm wrong, and let's have a debate. Let's do it. Yeah. Alright, there you go. There's your little... There's your hoax triangle. Yeah, let's zoom in a little bit further, shall we? There we go. There is the hoax triangle in all its glory. Yeah. Is that up on the screen now? Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. So this is the hoax triangle, guys. Now, Calgacus and anybody else out there who wants to say that I'm wrong about anything, maybe I am wrong. Help me. Do me a personal favor. Let's discuss it. It doesn't have to be a debate. You can come on the show. We can just have a chat. That's, that's my preferred format, actually. I don't like the combativeness of debates and... I kind of feel like every time I get into a debate, I'm like the black belt taking on the little yellow belt. And it's not fair. I am significantly smarter than you. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to all your fans if we get into a debate. Whereas if it's just a discussion, then then what's the problem, right? So come on and discuss any of these topics. You want to discuss the dinosaurs being fake? Let's discuss it, man. Atomic theory is a hoax, okay? You're not made of atoms, you are not made of little atoms with little, uh, what's in the middle, neutrons and protons and electrons going around. That's not real. Okay, that's not a real, you're not really made of that. Okay. War, war's a hoax. All right, you want to talk about that? Let's talk about it. Okay. War's a hoax. Evolution, human evolution theory, heliocentrism, NASA fakery, the hollow hoax, 9-11, no planes. You, you tell me where you disagree with me and let's have a chat. All right. And here's what happens. The people who talk their nonsense about John LeBon and JohnLeBon.com and JLB, the man, the myth, the legend, who is this guy, people who talk this nonsense, 
they can't actually show you where I'm wrong about anything. And it's like, well, hold on. Let's just say that I am sent here by somebody. Someone's paid me. Someone else has paid me to come and pretend to to be a researcher or to pretend to be whatever the story is. If you can't actually point out where I'm wrong about anything, then what you're saying is that the people who are paying me are like doing you a favor. Getting all this entertainment, and it's all true. What? You should be grateful then. You should be grateful. Yeah? You should be very grateful to whoever the hell is paying me. It's, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. So, Kelgakis, come and tell me. Come and tell me how I'm wrong. Anybody, actually, for that matter. Because what we're going to do is we're going to go through this, this list of morons here. Kelgakis is just one of many. There he is. Oh, this he is. Fitting. Um, yeah, come, come along. Let's organize it. Let's make it sometime this weekend or next weekend. Yeah? Come along and let's just have a chat. Right? If there's a chance that you're a player character and you've just been led astray by morons. Right? It's also possible that you're a non-player character and there's no hope for you. But either way, come along, man. Let's have a chat. So that's what we were going to talk about, but um, yeah, time has gotten away from me as it often does. What is it now? Two o'clock. I have to go to bed soon, guys. I have to go to bed soon. But let me just read out a few more comments. 22 people watching live, if you don't mind. 23. 23. Alrighty. Um, here we go. Tim Osmond says, I'll contact you soon. John, would love to hear about the evidence. Space is fake. History is fake. Dinos are fake. And how exposing pedos to the normies is less relevant. Dude, the mainstream media was exposing the pedos decades ago. Alright. The normies don't care about anything. They never will care about anything. That's not what they're here for. They don't populate this realm to care about things. Alright. What people who say to me, oh we have to we have to tell the normies about this stuff. That'd be like someone saying to me that when they're playing Call of Duty, they have to go around to the non player characters in Call of Duty and tell them about this stuff. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing to me. Right? In terms of outcome, same thing. Right? Nothing changes. The bot doesn't care. Right? The bot might pretend to care if it's being programmed to pretend to care, at best, Ledger Suit Larry style, but apart from that, it makes no other difference. And this is obvious. How, how long... How many years do you have to go through this nonsense before you understand it? it what... How many conversations do you have to have with your fellow humans where you see that they can't understand the most basic concept you're trying to share with them before you realize that's how they are, that that is their natural state? How many times do you go through this? All right, Tim, you, you should know better. But yeah, we'll have a chat. We'll have a chat. I, would, I look forward to chatting with Tim. Very funny guy. Tweetwit says, where's the super chat? I don't think I have super chat enabled on this channel. I don't... I did on the old channel before it got deleted and um, somebody once sent me $20, I think. Which is pretty cool. But I don't think... I think it's enabled on this, on this chat. I might enable it for the next one. If, if people want to send me money, that's great. Seriously. <laughs> I think the smarter option is just to sign up on my website and then... And just leave after one month. If, if you don't want to be an ongoing member, just download everything you can in one month and then just leave seriously like that's what that's what i would do if, if i was someone out there who's like jlb he's done a lot of work i want to send him some money to say thanks 
Um, but I don't want to be like an ongoing paying subscriber of his on his website. What I would do if I was that kind of person, I would just go and sign up to the website, download everything. It's all downloadable and then just leave. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. And um, yeah, it's like to join the website now is 40 US dollars to join the website. 40 US bucks. That's not a lot of money, guys. That's that's for three years of my life's work. There's, there's over 150 hours now of podcasts and videos that are exclusive to the website that are not available on YouTube, that were never available on YouTube. And in most cases, will never be available elsewhere. 150 hours. It's insane, man. And that's just my content. There's also like 30 pieces that have been made by members of the site, people like TNG, Thrice 8 Hermes. Before they started their own websites, they were contributing articles to my website as well, right? And there's lots of others who are doing the same thing. So there's the amount of content that's on the site now is outrageous for 40 bucks. Just go and do that. Just sign up. And then, you, and then after a month of being on the Discord server, you might decide, you know what? I will stick around. And then it's only 20 a month to stay, which is nothing, man. That's five bucks a week. It's ridiculous, man. Absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, I might, I might get the super chat going uh, next time. Let's see. What else have we got here? Uh, let's have a look. What else is in here? Mm, high mod says, "Ask at your lodge." I think is implying that either me or somebody in the live chat is a Freemason. I know a few Freemasons. I'm not the least bit scared of the Freemasons. I have no beef with the Freemasons. I'm not a Freemason. But maybe one day I will be. My only problem, and I've said this before, my only problem with Freemasonry, with the craft, is that you have to give a your oath, your word, um, that you're not going to reveal secrets or something like this. And I don't like the idea of giving my word about what the 10-year the future version of me is going to do. I don't want to commit him to something like that. I've got no tattoos, yeah? I don't really like tattoos, but even if I did, I still wouldn't get one. Because it's like, well, what if the 40-year-old version of me doesn't want that tattoo? That's not very fair to him. Same thing with signing up to Freemasonry. It's just that that oath that that's, that I don't like. But other than that, I've got no problem with them. And if you're one of those retards who's like, oh, the Freemasons are the enemy, well, go back to the start of this stream when I was explaining that you're a non-player character, okay? You are like the cute chick from, what's it called? Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner, because there's another one now, apparently. You're like the, that cute robot from Blade Runner who, yeah, she's smart and, and she thinks that she can think but she's just a robot. That's what you are. If you're parroting the whole Freemasons, are there, are there anything? You're just a, just a bot. Doesn't make you a bad person. Does make you a moron. Alright, carrying on then through the comments section here. What else have we got? Wardman Chris says, If the CIA offered me, and he means him, a thousand dollars a year to tell stories to the normies, I'd sell my business in a heartbeat. Sometimes I think the storytellers are just trying to one-up each other in silliness. So Wardman Chris runs his own business, and what he's saying is, if he got offered 100 grand a year to just tell stupid stories instead about dinosaurs or human evolution or climate change, he'd do it. And you know what? So would I. Sure. Uh, JLB, we want you to shut down your website, and we're going to pay $100,000 a year to say that actually, after all, climate change is real. I'll be like, all right, done. As long as it's a, a solid contract, okay? Done. 100 grand a year? Sure. Fuck yeah, man. Wow. We just found these new 
um, ice uh, blocks, and we, and we and we studied the 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 carbon in the ice, and and it's warming up even worse than we thought. Yeah, big big trouble. Yeah, the 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 freaking penguins are in big trouble if we don't do something soon. Yeah, done easy, piece of piss, piece of piss, man. Hundred grand a year, dude. The way that I live my life, hundred grand a year, I could retire in five years. I'm not even joking. So CIA, if you're out there, and I know that you're not because you're a hoax, but if you are out there, 100 grand a year, you can afford that. Don't you idiots print the money? Doesn't your bosses print the cash? 100 grand a year, JLB. I'll promote climate change, dinosaurs, man, out of space. Oh, guys, I was wrong about out of space. <laughs> there was some evidence that I was overlooking. You see, these really smart guys uh, who, who study for many years... They've actually got a very compelling case about why outer space is real, and my gosh darn it, I chatted with one of them, his name's Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he, he showed me how, even though I've never been to space, and I'll never get to go to space, and and there's no evidence that's empirical that I can see or touch or, or smell or taste, that, that there is a thing called space, that there actually is, and they've got very compelling arguments for it. Yeah, outer space is totally real. 100 grand a year, why not? Why not? Why not? Fuck it. Pardon my language. He says that the office environment seems fun at the CIA. Yeah, well, I mean, if they do exist, can you imagine the uh, the uh, the nose candy and the, the ladies? You know what I mean? Can you imagine? Yeah. <clears throat> yes. I've got stories to tell that... Uh, yeah, it's 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 a strange it's a strange world we live in. What else have we got here? Tim Osmond says now JLB debunks chemistry. Actually, the guy who got me onto the carbon hoax, he actually is a trained chemist. He's trained in chemistry, and you can come and chat with him. Tim. I tell you what, Tim, you can come and have a chat on our Discord server. All right, I'm going to invite you to come and chat on the Discord server, and you can chat with some of these guys. And I know that you spend a lot of time with the conspiratards, people like old conspiratards, and you hear them say a lot of things that they can't back up and you assume that's what's going on on my website. Come and chat. Come and chat with some of them and you might be shocked. You might be shocked. What you see might shake you to the depths of your miserable soul. And I mean that as a compliment. That's a quote from uh, 13th floor. Debunk the periodic table next. That's my plan. It's funny you should say that. That's on the that's on the list. What else have we got here? <laughs> Tim Wasman says that John Lebon is slipping into Dave Jayism. Yeah, that I know you mean that as a criticism, but uh, <clears throat> that's not as that's not as negative a thing to say about me as you might uh, as you might imagine. Hey. Sorry about the dead air here, guys. <laughs> Tim found it funny when I called it the hoax triangle. Its official name is the hoax hierarchy, but he used to make all these bots, or all these sock puppet accounts. Like, he would make sock puppet accounts on, on YouTube that would be called stuff like the JLB hoax triangle, now you know. 
and he would have an avatar of like my face when I used to have like this crazy beard on a dinosaur and stuff like this and he, and he like he would make silly versions of my hoax hierarchy and he would make he would literally make accounts like entire YouTube accounts called the JLB hoax tri- <laughs> triangle and uh, yeah so I still I still call it the hoax hierarchy but for his benefit I called it the hoax triangle and uh, he liked that uh, Waterman Chris says he hopes that someone decides to debate me yeah I mean I would prefer just a discussion I, I really don't think it needs to be confrontational but I mean look at this shit they write it's um and at the end of the day man the non-player characters they, that's just how it is so it's like do you feel guilty if you play GTA 4 and you run over a bot no you don't I don't really feel guilty if I embarrass these people in a live debate but I used to back when I didn't know they were non-player characters that was that was years ago was my last live on air debate where I felt bad about that kind of thing whereas now this time I think I'd be like alright just a non-player character getting destroyed in a debate they they don't really have feelings that's why the next that's why the next week they're back to it again it's like don't don't you have any shame don't you feel embarrassed that the stuff you're saying today when you said it to JLB he destroyed you don't you feel embarrassed you still You've gone back to saying the same things, but you had no answers when he questioned you in the debate. But now you're saying the same shit now that he's not here. I just don't, don't you feel any shame? It's like, no, they don't. Because they're non-player characters. They're just doing what they're programmed to do. So why feel bad if you destroy me in the debate? They, they, don't, they don't even really remember it. You know what I mean? They've got no memories. So yeah, fuck them. Pardon my language. Let's have a look. Tartaria. Von Goff says, "Did I buy back into Bitcoin? No, because I had no, um, I had no liquid assets to do so. About a year ago, I thought, man, I wish I had a few grand in the bank to turn into Bitcoin, but but I didn't. You know, I live a very austere lifestyle with very little capital behind me. You know what I mean? And uh, that's not my plan to always be like that. But the last few years, obviously, I've been trying to pursue this little dream of mine. You know." And so I didn't have any money to put back into Bitcoin, but I could see this happening because you're referring to how it's gone back up again, obviously. I could see this happening, but um, I didn't get on board. So I've missed out on those those epic gains. So, uh, so no, I did not buy back into Bitcoin to answer your question. Uh, Cyhop is in the live chat. He left an interesting comment on one of my videos uh, a week or two ago, basically saying that, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, basically saying... He ne- even though he didn't agree with me, he didn't think I was a paid shill because I seemed too genuine and because my channel never had many subs. And he knows the shill, in his opinion, the shill channels, uh, you know, have all these extra subs. And, and you can kind of tell, I mean, once you sort of know what you're looking at, you can kind of tell some of these people are just clowns. So uh, I appreciated the comment to an extent. And I think we've made it to the end of the live chat comments. Now, I've been streaming for an hour and a half. It is a quarter past two. So, uh, I mean, this city is a late city. I could go out right now and people are still partying, right, on a Wednesday night, guarantee it, three minutes from here. And I mean fun parties too. But, uh, so, so like, it is late, but it's not that late, so I can stay a bit longer. So keep the comments coming through. 26 people watching live. This is John LeBon. This is The Truth Movement. Is a comical hoax honk honk being streamed on the 21st of August, 2019. Did I start on the 21st or 22nd? Did I start before or after midnight? Must have started after. 
Whatever. That's it. The 21st or the 22nd of August, around about there. So, where were we? Oh, yeah. So, this idiot Cal Gakis. So, guys, let's spend a little bit of time talking about this Cal Gakis character. And uh, I found this. What happened was today I was meant to be editing a, a call that was on my to-do list. And I wanted to procrastinate. And I'd already spent a solid two hours on Reddit conspiracy. <laughs> Posting links to my work into Diffy Diffy and to TNG and to Fakeologist and to Ray West and to um, Back to the Future Predicts 9-11 by the, uh, the Sync Book guys by Joe Alexander. <clears throat> so I'd pretty much I'd pretty much posted as many links to as many people as I could and I was like I can't just sit here and keep on procrastinating and I'm like yes I can I'll go and check my stats on the website and because uh, that is you know it is, I do need to keep track of, of where the, the the traffic is coming from and it has been a month or two since I did that so I was like yeah let's let's just go and log into my, into my C panel and, and check my stats this is when I was sitting at the cafe today alright I've got a pretty good routine wake up go to the gym uh, get something to eat which costs like two dollars for pork and eggs and rice and it's it's great stuff and then come home have a shower get my laptop go to a cafe that that's my day that's my day and i was meant to be editing a call today but i was like no nah, i don't want to do that so so instead i was procrastinating heaps and so anyway, i went and checked my stats today and in one of the main sources of traffic for July was this. Was this cutting through the fog? Cutting through the fog dot com. And I was like, who linked to me? So there's like a thousand comments in there. So I just put in my little browser search John LeBon and it came up with these comments. And I found this discussion thread where a whole bunch of people were talking about John LeBon. And this is from about July, yeah, like I said, July traffic. So, so realistically, I mean, I, I should be checking my traffic once a week minimum, but it is more like once every month or two. So I, I wish I'd have known about this at the time. But anyway, so this is what was going on. So Cal Gakis said, what do you think about this video? And he links to a video by TNG. Now, why don't we... Let me, Guys, let me know if this actually plays. Oh, it's where he interviewed me. Awesome. All right. So let, me know, let me know if this plays audio application now this should work guys so what i'm suggesting works. is completely different to the fomenko oh they've changed history a little bit uh shtick so when people say oh well you know fomenko people love fomenko they're going to love the history hoax it's like i wish that were the case but the reasons why people love fomenko are still antithetical to what i'm putting forward with history hoax yeah so we've got a, one big fallacy again haven't we with the appeal to authority uh, big time so well one can hope though so you know it, it's still you know it, Fomenko, yeah, it, it might be viewed as an authority or whatever, better? but it is still, it is still alternative, isn't it? It's still crushing for them, for the mainstream narrative. So, you know, it is a, a big deviation from, from what we're taught at school. But obviously the history hoax is, <laughs> well, that's on another level, a whole new level itself. So pretty crazy. So right. John, uh, obviously the one thing I wanted to also maybe get some uh, more information. All right. Thank you for your assistance, guys. And, um, <clears throat> pardon my uh, pardon my voice um, uh, to those of you listening to this as a podcast because I'll probably release this as a podcast which I won't bother editing if I'm being honest uh, sorry for the dead air and all the mucking around but hopefully you can see it's a test and 
by doing this, it means when we do the show next, you know, tomorrow or or later, uh, we'll be good to go. Because it takes a while to remember how to use all this stuff, and you know how it is. So all fixed up. Thank you, everybody, for your assistance. So where were we? What was I doing? Uh, yep, the, the sound is good. Awesome. All right. So anyway, so let's get back to the point of my story here, which is that so so I was interviewed on TNG's channel, and he's still relatively new to YouTube. He's got 91 subs. I am subscribed to him on on my account now, but I'm using Firefox to do this live stream. So if you're wondering how come JLB is not subscribed to TNG, I am subscribed, just not on this uh, not on this browser. And uh, so go and subscribe to TNG. I'll put a link to his channel in the info box below. Those of you listening live in the live stream chat, you can just click on his name and, and go to his channel now. I recommend you go and check him out. In fact, what we might even do, I need to get some water. Why don't we go and check out a beer that he released not uh, not so long ago. Where's that sound coming from? It's very loud, TNG. Your, your intro music is very loud. All right, there it is. So let's see. Let's go and check out... Uh, yes, let's go and check out one of these videos. Which one do I want to go and check out? Maybe let's go for the Grand Mystery. This one starts at 67 seconds, I think, because I was spam-linking this one today. So I should know. So whenever I link to this on Reddit, I always start from when you you start talking rather than your intro, because Reddit people have very poor attention spans. Ah, oh, there you go, sixty nine seconds. All right. So I'm going to play this. I'll be back in just a moment. Let me cover this up. Let's have a look here. Let's fix this up. I'll be back in just a minute. Check out this chat that TNG was having recently. I think some of you guys will enjoy it, and I'll be back in just a minute. Hello. This is Technognosis. Welcome to Member Discord Call Episode 2. With me today, I have three special guests. The first one is from Minnesota, and that's Salzburg Gold. Hey, everyone. Nice to see you here, SG. I also have uh, Dapey Dapey from Jersey. Hello there. All right, Morvi. And we also have a special guest from JohnLabun.com, their latest member, and we have Fly Fisher with us. Hello, Fly Fisher. Hey, hey. Today we're going to discuss the history hoax, and this is a bit of a request from Fly Fisher. So I don't know if Dapey Dapey wants to kick off the thoughts on this, as uh, apparently got a quote that uh, he wants to give to us that he's stealing from his own work. So please uh, enlighten everybody there, Dapey Dapey. <laughs> Well, this was, this was a quote from my re- recent YouTube video, uh, History is a Wellian Dream. And just to caveat it, it's just a potential framework. Uh, I'm not saying that it's definitely the what history is, but it's a way of interpreting the history hoax. I only thought of it because Flyfisher mentioned, in the light of the history hoax, well then what? Where did we come from? And in my video, I say, The history of historians is a hoax. What then is the real history? Outside of your own experience, dear listener, you will never know. As long as you live, it will be an unsolved riddle inside your mind. A riddle that may drive you to madness. That quote I stole a bit from 1984, where he talks about how you can never quite know if the Goldstein resistance exists or not. And then, my point being then, 
what is the point of the hoaxes of history and these incongruities of the lie system that are present like a parasite on reality? And my thought is, is that the point of the hoaxes of history are they make you realize that something isn't quite going on. And that can lead you down a strange path or it can make you turn back to the only true reality we have, which is the experiences that we have directly in the realm around us. It's very profound, Diaper. Thank you. Could you clarify a little bit of what you just said there? I'm sure I just caught while you was reciting that, or your your bit of explanation at the end. I think you did like what, an, an opposition or a reverse on something, and I'm, I'm trying to think what you did. Well, I it, mean, it's topical. We recently did a... We just finished the 1984 conversation which people will be able to hear at some point and i followed it up with a quote from 1984 which is who controls the past ran the party slogan controls the future who controls the present controls the past and my next comments are if you control your own present then you control your past and thus your future And if you've observed the hoaxes and the incongruities that surround you, then perhaps now, turning your eyes to the reality in the present, you have that control. And if you have control of your own present, you have the control of your past and of your future. And it's that which can make you, I use the phrase, become fully lucid in the shared dream which we have. So the hoaxes of history can make you realise that you need to turn to reality and that's when you become fully lucid and we just saw in our 1984 discussion that Winston is always writing to the future the future is controlled by the past which you could control by the present and he's trying to skip ahead to that point whereas if he'd have focused on the present then he already would have the future under his control which is the same for all of us it is day people with us looking into history then we're focusing on the past and not the present. So where does that leave us with your thoughts? But it's that very thing which is what brings us into lucidity by seeing these things. And that's the slogan says, who controls the past controls the future, but who controls the present controls the past. So we're now looking at the past with lucid eyes. Even though we we have the present, it's still going then to the past and to the future. So it's not saying that you can't ever look in the past, but the hoaxes bring us back to our present. So now, when we are looking at the past, we are controlling now the past rather than the past that's being presented to us, if that makes sense. It does, Dapey, and, uh, and I apologise, but I did try and squeeze you for, a, for the explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you did. I, I didn't know I thought that until you squeezed me. It's hilarious, isn't it? I mean, Flyfisher brought the History Oaks topic up. What I'd like to hear from both Flyfisher and Salzburg Gold, because obviously I know that myself and Dapey Dapey are a bit experienced in, in the History Oaks area as we've done our own pieces and obviously articles and own work. Get the take from both Flyfisher and Salzburg Gold before we maybe myself and Dapey maybe give a bit more explanation on what we think is actually happened or going forward and I know obviously Dapey's just given his a bit of an explanation as it were for, for what's going on around us in reality but yeah we can go into everything a bit further but please uh, SG please uh, give us your thoughts on the history oaks because to be honest I don't think I've actually ever heard them and what do you think is going on? Uh, 
Well, for me, it seems to give legitimacy to many different things, such as having a hierarchical society and uh, the way our society is geared towards technological progression. By putting out these fake stories of history, it, it allows the people who the powers that be that currently rule, it gives them a sense of legitimacy. So, oh, yeah, man, the Romans in the past, thousands of years ago, yeah, they were always okay with having people tell them what to do and tax them and send them to war. Yeah, you know, people always accepted that. Come on, guys. <laughs> like, it's just, it really reinforces that stuff like that. And, you know, oh, man, the Romans were on the cutting edge of military technology. They were, you know, finding the most effective ways to take out their enemies. And, like, it really kind of has, um, it really reinforces our current cultural norms. You know, how everything in our society is geared towards technological progression. If your job is not, like, managing people or doing manual labor, like, you're doing some sort of implementation of sort of new technologies or ideas or infrastructures that they want to put in place if you read about the ancient egyptians and their technical the pyramid it's like hmm, yeah okay you know maybe we should just keep advancing technological progression to me that's what it seems to be reinforcing i have one question for you sj can you guess what it is after all that you've just said no go ahead who's they uh you know whoever the powers that be are it it would seem it would seem to me that there is a there's some sort of force out there that these ideas well maybe not a central force it obviously is uh could be different to how i imagine but whoever is dictating the culture seems to uh that's who they are they seem to they those are the powers that be the one, the ones who can influence and dictate our culture Okay, I wasn't going to do this because I was going to come back after maybe or after Floyd Fisher has spoken and give some thoughts. But I mean, as you've just given what you've given, I, I want to put forward that I truly do not believe that there is any power in this world today that is pushing anything at all. I think the call them the Illuminati, call them whatever you want, they are non-existent. And I really, really have got to the point now where I think that everything, everything, and I think Original Simulant is one who probably back this up with what I'm saying, is that uh, the whole system that's in place is just a natural progression now from where it started, and it's all on automatic pilot, and I think that's pretty much where it is. To me, that is definitely, yeah, no, that's definitely a possibility. I'm not firmly embedded in the idea that, you know, there's some, like, shady group like the Illuminati or whatever that is just influencing. Ah, oh, TNG, man, you, oh boy, yeah, big conspiratards alone like that, mate. They will not like that. Anyway, where were we? Uh, let's get back to our friend Calgacus. Come on, where are we? There we go. Where is he? Come on, take us back. Take us back. Where's JLB? That's all we're here for. Alrighty, Calgacus. Yeah, so what you were just listening to was a clip from TNG, his chat with Salzburg Gold, Typey Typey, and Fly Fisher. I'll link to that in the info box below. I recommend that you go and check it out when you get the chance and check out his channel. Several videos there. There's only going to be more on the way as well. So uh, for a lot of people, they find it difficult to, to listen to me because they I hurt their feelings at some time. Like at, at some point they believed in something and I mocked their belief or 
sometimes I just come across a little smug or whatever, and some people just don't like that, and that's fine. Whereas if you're going to listen to TNG, you're going to find it very difficult to not like him. He's very likable, same as Dipey Dipey, and they're talking about similar things, but it might be more easy for you to to listen to them or to like them, those of you who, who hate JLB. So go and check him out, see what happens. And uh, yeah, TNG did say in that clip that he doesn't believe in the Illuminati. Don't get angry at that at that suggestion. Just listen to why he says that. Maybe there's a very good reason why he says that. And, and maybe learning that there is no overarching power that you've been convinced exists. Maybe that's actually a really cool thing if you can get your head around it. So I'll link to, to TNG and to Darby Darby's channel. They've got separate channels. I'll link to those in the info box below. In, at the top of the info box, I'll just put TNG, click that channel, go straight there. Same with Dipey Dipey, go or Thrice Eight Hermes. He has two names. Uh, go and check out that channel. Now let's get back to this Kalgakis nonsense, shall we? So that was what was linked. They linked to my interview with TNG or TNG when he interviewed me, right? Now let's see what is now, now. This is on a blog called CuttingThroughTheFog.com. I don't know who runs this blog. I don't know what they talk about. I don't know what they're... I don't know what's going on with these people. I don't know anything about them. All I know is what I read in this thread, right? So this guy says, go and check out this interview. There is an additional video about the war hoax, which they put in inverted commas. Uh, in a way, the video is about the limits of historical revisionism. After 30 minutes, they discuss Renaissance art. Ah, oh, so Mathis. Maybe this is a pro-Mathis... Uh, blog. Maybe this is Miles Mathis's blog. I don't know. Uh, I'm also interested in your opinion about John Le Bon. Um, I take back what I said about Kalgakis being an idiot. I think I referred to him as an idiot half a dozen times in this stream already. His comment is not the idiotic one. So Kalgakis, if you hear this, I apologize. I was referring to you as an idiot, but this comment is not idiotic. Uh, please accept my apology. Maybe you say something idiotic later, but that comment is not idiotic. It's, that's fine. So thank you. And I apologize. Leaky Guts, he then, he then links to this website called Sitejabber where some idiot has left a negative comment about my website. And don't even get me started on those idiots. And oh, this is a Kalgakis again. Maybe my apology was uh, too, too soon. Let's see what he says next. Uh, there are other people out there. Hold on, let me fix up this. Is that a bit better? Yeah, that's a bit better. Uh, where are we? Yeah, I think that's good. So, Cal Gakis says there are other people that are suspicious of John LeBon. For example, see the beginning of this article by Calcified Lies. I do think that we should discuss some of the ideas promoted by John LeBon. That's good. Maybe Josh would say that he promotes a lot of ideas that belong in Operation Fantasyland, but if some are bad, maybe we should combat it with better ideas. At one point, they talk about the paints not resisting more than 50 years. This is in the territory of Mathis. That was TNG. This is one of TNG's things. He, he doesn't believe the paint could survive that long, which I'm open-minded to. Uh, let's see. John likes to try trace the written primary sources. Uh, I do. That's true. We should take a closer look at many of the medieval people. John Le Bon's work is definitely more subtle than the work of people that talk about flat earth, reptilians, 
Gematria, Aliens. In the end, he promotes the idea of looking closely at the written primary sources and stories behind major events. That's all true. There are a few things that I saw that made me think that Le Bon is not sincere, but I wanted to hear people's reactions first. Nonetheless, I think that some of his ideas deserve more scrutiny. People should criticise not only the JLB persona, but also the ideas promoted by him. I agree with that as well. And I have to say that one criticism is the fact that he seems to promote ideas. He doesn't just impartially present these ideas. Uh, Yeah, well. I hope this comment gives more context to where I stand. Look, this overall, this seems like a fairly fair comment as well. So, again, Kalgakis, I've I've called you the idiot, but you're not. You are not the idiot in in this comment thread, so far as I can tell. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this is Boris to backsplat. Says bad vibes from Lebon after a ten minute browse. After a ten minute browse. Browse misspelt, by the way. It is my opinion that he uses a hundred words when a couple would have done. He doesn't believe flat Earth, but also rejects a heliocentric solar system. Believes in synchro crap, and accepts original text as fact. See, now this guy is a moron. This this guy Boris, this guy is a moron. This is this is the moron that we're searching for. This is what I'm talking about. Boris, if you're out there. Let's debate, yeah? Let's debate. We can have a discussion. I recommend you take that option. But we can have a debate, all right? And and we'll see if your 10-minute browse of my material is sufficient for what's going to happen to you, yeah? Because I guarantee you it's going to end badly for you. That's a guarantee. Being a Le Bon doesn't help his cause... Let's move on to Rollican. On JLB's own website, it says that he has made 30 videos debunking Flat Earth. At one point, it was 30. It's actually 50. 50. Debunking, debunking, mocking, or critiquing Flat Earth. Uh, he hosted multiple episodes of the Ballers Get the Ground Table. 12 episodes. 12 episodes. 12 episode season. Great work. And uh, authored numerous articles on his website. Nope. There's one major article about the Bon Earth model, which is the only consistent model of the cosmology of this realm that is based on empirical evidence. One article, 17,000 words. I don't have multiple articles on Flat Earth. No way. For someone who doesn't believe the Flat Earth nonsense, he has sure talked about it a lot. Yeah, four years ago, man. Uh, Miles, yeah, these guys must all be Miles Mathis fans. Maybe this is Miles Mathis's blog. Uh, when someone talks endlessly and endlessly about something, they are actually promoting it, not debunking it, helping serve its purpose to distract. Distract who from what? What, you idiots from sitting in the comment section? What are you guys doing? What research have you done? Where's your work? Yeah? If Flat Earth is distracting you, from what? From what? What have you done? Who are you? Huh? Some... Nameless, faceless clown in the comment section. You think they're that important, do you? That's, see, that's the thing with these people who think they're part of the truth movement. They actually think they're important enough to be distracted by the powers that be. Who, who are you, pissants? You're nobody. You don't matter, okay? Even someone like me who's given five years, five years of prime time in my life, outrageous amount of effort, has gone into effort into research and producing content. Do you think I matter? The people who run the show, do you think they give a shit? 
Huh? No, they don't. They don't care. And if they don't care about me despite everything I'm doing, they couldn't care less about you, man. Couldn't care less. They're not trying to distract you. Alright? Even if they exist, which I doubt. But if they do exist, they don't care about you, okay? Because you're nobody. I'm, I'm a nobody, but you're an even bigger nobody than me. Alright? That's the thing with these people in the truth movement. I think they're so important. What? Sitting in the comments section. Give me a break. Give me a break. Uh, Benjamin said, I searched Miles Mathis at the John LeBond site and it looks like they've done a podcast on him. Yes, we did. The comments are closed and you need to register to listen, which I couldn't be bothered doing right now. Is that one of the ones that's available to the public? Uh, I don't think so. Can't remember. Can't remember. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make our call on Mathis open to the public. Let me just look this one up. Ah, yeah, that was a good call. That was a computer. Yes, it is. All right. So, oh, yeah, the population hoax. Yeah, you know they tell us there's 7 billion people on Earth today? The story now is a 7.7 or 7.8 billion. That's all a hoax. That's not real. That's not a real thing. You've been lied to. We've all been lied to. Big time. So in this call, we discussed Miles Mathis and we discussed the population hoax. Was Hitler Jewish? Can man weigh the moon with heavy balls in a shed? Was Stephen Hawking replaced with an actor years ago? One of the act realm's more infamous and obscure characters, Miles Mathis, appears to believe that the answer to each of these questions is yes. In this call, we evaluate Mathis' work before detouring into discussion about the alleged death toll of World War II and the official estimates of the global population. That's from March of 2018, and I was joined on that call by Chad from California, Chris from Florida. In fact, Chris, that's the same Chris from uh, that we saw in the live chat earlier today. I think he's from Florida. Pretty sure. Fung from Chicago. Mezzi from Australia. Nate, also from the Chicago area, Illinois. And Stan from Germany. Stan from Germany was on that call as well. Cool. So that's an awesome call. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this one available to... I'll send it out via the mailing list. If you want to get access to this call for free, I will send this out via the mailing list at johnlebond.com. Just go to mailing list. Go to click here. And just put in your details. Just put in the email address. You can make up the name. You don't have to put in your real first name. It makes no difference. Just have to put something in there. That's just the way it works for some reason. Put in your email address and I'll email this out in a week or so and or in a few days or whatever. And, uh, and you can listen to this for free. Listen to this call for free. I've got more than 50 of these podcasts that are currently available only to members of the website. I'll send this one out to you guys for free. And you can listen to myself and half a dozen other people discuss Miles Mathis and his work and these other topics. And I think, I think some of you, once you've listened to this... Any of these nonsense ideas you have about what you think I am or what you think I'm doing, you'll pretty quickly see that you have been deceived. You've deceived yourself, basically. Completely wrong. So, yeah, let's get back to all of this nonsense. So, Benjamin's correct. I do have a, an episode where we talk about Miles Mathis. I invited Mathis to join us, just like when we did an episode on... Uh, who else did we talk about? 
uh, what's that fellow's name? Gnostic Media. Jan Irvin did an episode on him, invited him to join us, he chose not to. We did an episode on Jay Dyer, invited him to join us, he chose not to. I think that was all. Oh, we did an episode on Amber Fakeologist. He took up our invitation. It was a terrific conversation. So, so we gave, you know, I invited Mathis, never heard back from him. Uh, or did I hear back from him and I was told that he didn't want to join us? I can't remember. But either way, he, he was invited, didn't join us. Would have been a, a very friendly chat. He's, several of the members of my website are big fans of Mathis. Several of the members of my website are big fans of Miles Mathis. Big fans. So if he had joined us, he would have been treated like a rock star, basically. You know, we're not out to attack him. I just personally disagree with him. This idea that you can weigh the earth with heavy balls in a shed is ridiculous to me, okay? And yet, if you believe that you or anybody could determine the mass of the earth with heavy balls in a shed, that's great. That's fantastic. You're welcome to this belief. But I think that is ridiculous. Miles Mathis believes that it's possible. That's what it says in his Cavendish paper, yeah? And his Cavendish paper is fantastic. It's very detailed. He looks at a lot of different versions of the Cavendish experiment. It's excellent. I used it as a reference material for my research when I was looking at Cavendish, yeah? But at the end of his paper, he concludes that you can do it. You can determine the mass of the Earth with heavy balls in a shed. Like, it's actually possible. That's his conclusion. Which is just insane. Okay, no one has ever or will ever determine the mass of the Earth with heavy balls in a shed. Period. End of story. Right? That's just the end of the matter. But uh, so I disagree with Mathis on that topic. Doesn't mean I don't like the guy. I hate. I don't even know the guy. You know what I mean? And like I said, several members of my site love his writing. Yeah. So. So yeah, he would have been treated well, but he didn't want to join us. Or whatever. I don't care. Actually, I do care. I would prefer him to be there, but life goes on. He doesn't want to join us, and we weren't going to be nasty to him. I can guarantee you that. Seriously, he would, he would have been treated like a rock star. Same as Abbas when he joined us. Treated him like a rock star. Here we go, Philip Cox. He's one of the complete morons I was talking about. Offensively controlled opposition. Offensively controlled opposition. Not just controlled opposition. JLB is offensively controlled. It's offensive. This, this, this is not just any controlled opposition. This is offensively controlled opposition, JLB. As it's meant to be. Then he links to my bio. And, and this is what I wrote for my bio. And I remember writing this bio sitting in a Hungry Jack's, which is what we call Burger King in Australia. Outside of Perth, I think Perth calls it Burger King, but the rest of Australia, it's Hungry Jack's. And uh, this is back when I'd only just launched my website, right? I only just launched it. It was either no members or not many. Maybe Alastair Kane was there, and that was about it, right? I had almost no members on the site, and I was writing this bio. I remember sitting there that day, writing this bio, and... Um, so I haven't really up I've kind of updated the bottom part of the bio, but not the early part, the attacks on JLB. And this is what I wrote. Owing largely to his interest in challenging popular narratives of both the mainstream and alternative media authorities, his relatively professional production values and manner of speaking, and willingness to work entirely independently from the various groups and cliques which dominate the online alternative research landscape, not to mention his insufferable humility... JLB has earned a reputation from some quarters as a paid chill, allegedly sent by an intelligence agency to discredit my truth movements. 
And yeah, I do find that funny. People say you shouldn't laugh at your own work. I wrote that three years ago. So, yeah, it is me, but it's that's a much younger, different version of me. And I think that's very funny. Whereas he... I'm, I'm trying to contain myself here. Whereas he once attempted to calmly dispel these baseless ad hominem attacks with reason and evidence, JLB now wears such accusations with pride. Because his time in this scene has shown him that the majority of people involved in the so-called truth movement are retarded. As in, literally retarded. Or, as JLB describes them, conspiratarded. Those two have accused JLB of being a paid shill include Simon Shack of September Clues, Jeffrey C. of Free Radio Revolution, Bob Nodal of Globe Busters, Max Rat of the Max Rat Deconstruction Zone, and that's the end of what he's quoted from me. But my bio is much more detailed than that. Go and check it out, johnthebond.com. Available for free. You want to know more about me? Go and read the bio. Yeah. My my background is not that mysterious. It's... it's Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a, I'm a mystery man. I'm an international mystery man. Who is this man? Where does he come from? Where did he go to school? Yeah? No. Well, the information is all out there. It's not hard to, to find. And it's not that interesting. Anyway, so this guy says, The majority of people in the truth movement are retarded, eh? Yes, definitely. Putting up a cult of personality aura in his language. What does it even mean? These people... This is a blog where people are talking about how great Miles Mathis is. And they're saying that I've got a cult of personality thing going on. Hiding behind a paywall system. I've, I've released like 600 YouTube videos for free, which is 600 more than you. Hiding behind a paywall system. Hey, anyway. 600 videos for free. Just free. Time that I've taken to make a video for free. Right? Free material anyone can see. Hiding behind a paywall system. Why would you call your top members super agents? Well, that's what, that's what they are. That's why I call them that. They're super agents, okay? I run an intelligence agency on the internet and I have about a dozen super agents who... Well, I can't tell you too much more than that, but uh, that's what they are, yeah. I am super agent John LeBon and I run the greatest intelligence agency the world has possibly ever seen. Certainly in recorded human history, the greatest that, that we know of. There might be others that are secret. Mine's not a secret. Mine's not a secret super agency it's not a secret society it's not secret it's there anyone can see it and it's the greatest that that exists today as far as I'm aware if you know of a better one please tell me alright and don't don't come back to me and tell me cutting through the fog okay because these people are morons right greatest super agency the world's ever seen johnthebond.com and there's about a dozen super agents and before someone says to me oh can I join your super agency no uh, no you can't once upon a time in the past you could these days, it doesn't work that way. But you can join as a member, which is almost as good. Almost as good. Uh, so he says, anyway, we're witnessing controlled opposition at work here, folks. Controlled opposition. So, firstly, controlled opposition is a hoax because opposition is a hoax because the so-called truth movement is a hoax. All right? There is no movement, and the people who think they're a movement, they don't care about truth. They're not concerned about truth. Give me a break. What are you, what are you in opposition to? Think about this logically. These people who think that they're in opposition to the system, you're using the system's internet 
Yeah, you work system jobs, you spend the system money. How are you in opposition to the system that you're part of? You're not. It's a delusion, a fantasy at best. And that's if you're a player character, which most of you aren't. You're bots. You can't think critically. All right? All you do is respond like Pavlovian dogs to stimulus. Oh, man say thing, I don't like me, get angry. Yeah, that's all you got. Non-player characters. Whereas me, man, if I if I notice that I'm wrong about something, like for instance, I called Calgacus an idiot, I've apologized for that. I'm embarrassed about that. He's coming, he's not idiotic, right? So when I see I've done wrong, I'm like, whoops. Makes me look bad, but I have to own up to it, right? These people can't do that. They're non-player characters. NPCs can't admit when they're wrong. It's not part of their programming. They don't feel shame, like, to get something wrong. Like, the way that I'm embarrassed that I called Kyle Gags an idiot, because his comment was not idiotic. These people don't feel embarrassment, they're not. I don't have that compassion. It just it doesn't work that way. Uh, about hierarchy of hoax, it's not bad. Thank you, Mantello. Mantello left a comment saying that my hoax hierarchy is not that bad. Yeah, check out this, man. This is pretty sweet stuff. Look at that. Dinosaurs... Atomic War, Evolution, Heliocentrism, NASA fakery, Bin Laden's a hoax. Bin Laden never existed. He's a character. He's a fictional character. He's not a real, not a real person. Never was a real person. So thank you for the link to that. So, so you can see how my website was getting traffic from this. Lots of links there. Oh, and, and this idiot comes back and says that my hoax hierarchy is one of the most offensive parts. Jeez, this guy's very offended by me, isn't he? You see what he's doing here? Ba- he's like me. Baby hoaxes, toddler hoaxes, teen hoaxes. Yep, that's true. That's what I call them. Where are we? Can you see that? Where am I? Let's go back to this. Yep. Baby hoaxes. Like the, the planes that disappeared, like the MH17 or the MH370. Hoaxes. Not real. Uh, the ISIS World Tour. Sandy Hook, Boston bombings, hoaxes. Um, although I, I, I don't call Sandy Hook a hoax anymore. Uh, because I don't want my channel to get deleted again. So I might remove that, actually. Uh, Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook, real, guys. 100% real. I've changed my mind on that one. But Boston, Batman shootings, yeah. They're baby hoaxes, man. They're bottom-level hoaxes. Toddler hoaxes. Osama Bin Laden never existed. Apollo missions. Nobody went to the moon. That's a joke. Kitty, and So you work your way up through the hoax hierarchy, you see. So let's see here. Back. Where am I? I? Keep losing my spot. It's freaking three o'clock in the morning. At least I'm not drunk. Okay, I'm staying up too late. But at least I didn't drink anything today. <laughs> Went to the gym, and I didn't get drunk. If I can do two things every day, I'm, I'm actually quite proud of myself. Go to the gym and not drink alcohol. So even though I'm going to bed very late, today is still a win. When I put my head on the pillow, I'll be like, "Was today a good day?" I'll be like, "Yep, today's a win. Today's a win. We'll take it. We all take it." You've got, to, you've got to have goals, guys. So getting back to this, where was I? Oh, yeah, this guy. So he, he links, and he's, he's complaining about my hoax hierarchy, and he says, here and everyone else on that site, he's trying to be as condescending, <laughs> condescending as possible. Okay, when I made the hoax hierarchy, yeah, I was being a bit condescending to Jeff C and to, who was that guy I used to work with? Press Resetter. Those two used to work together. I don't know if they, I don't know whatever happened to either of them, but... I made the hoax hierarchy because <laughs> all I ever spoke about was the baby hoaxes, right? Just these ones on the bottom. That's all I spoke about was this dumb shit. They never even spoke about the moon landings. Jeff C never even spoke about the moon landing hoaxes, right? That was as far as they went. 
That's as far as they went, man. I was like, come on, man. After all this time, years, you guys haven't gone past this? So I called it the baby level. Because what I was doing at the time, and I'm open about this, I was waging a one-man information war. And I thought at the time that you could take the the so-called truth movement as it was and progress it forward, right? So what I wanted was for people to start to wake up to the nuclear bomb hoax, yeah? To the moon landing hoax, yeah? To the hollow hoax, these kinds of things. So I thought you could take these people talking about the shootings and this kind of thing, and then it's like, well, they must be open-minded to know about that. I'm going to show them about all these other hoaxes that I've discovered. Because I started off at the baby level as well, as I said at the start of this stream. But I've progressed very quickly, so I can just show these other people. And, and, you know, eventually enough people are going to wake up to this stuff, yeah? Uh, Maybe not to change the world or anything, but it'd be a lot more interesting. If I'm going to listen to these people for two hours talk about the truth, at least talk about the better truths, the more important truths, the new cokes, for instance, far more important than nobody dying at Boston bombings, right? At the very least, make this scene more interesting, at the very least. So I was engaged in a, in a one-man, you know, information war. I was. And, um, and those idiots at the time had a pretty sizable audience. So I, want, I did want to be condescending to them in their stupid level truths. And, uh, yeah, so actually, this is one thing that this guy's corrected out. What's this guy's name? Let's, let's go and find out. Philip Cox. He's, he's correct. I was being condescending with the hoax hierarchy. <laughs> but only to the people who were stuck at the baby level, right? If you're not stuck at the baby level, you shouldn't find this condescending, okay? Only, it's only condescending to, to the morons. Uh, remember, their number one goal is to d- delay the revolution. Delay the revolution? You feed income, son. This guy thinks there's going to be a revolution. All right. Uh, seconds to delay the revolution. Holy shit, he thinks that them, and he thinks I'm one of them, our number one, two, and three goal is to delay the revolution. The revolution. You say you want a revolution, yeah, you know. We all want to change the world. Yeah, for like the first few months of being in a scene, you do. And then you grow up, right? Not this guy. Not this guy. He still thinks there's a revolution coming. He's trying to paint this all as unappealing as possible. He's an obvious sellout due to the paywall he's set up and generally marking it all up. Well, what is it, mate? Make up your mind, all right? I'm either trying to to hurt the truth movement by putting out bad stuff or I'm not putting out stuff I'm keeping it for me and the people who pay for it which is it which is it right they can never make up their minds these morons also one of his members is Tukarski okay yeah he's not a he's just a he's just a MUC member right I gave him an honorary MUC membership Tukarski's not giving me any money and I, I never asked him for money I don't want his money because his blog, Peace of Mindful, I enjoy. That's not to say that I agree with everything there. They don't agree with me. But I enjoy his blog. And several of the members of my website found my website through Peace of Mindful. So that's why I gave Mark Tukarski a, a, a honorary membership. But let me look at this guilt by association nonsense. Uh, let's see. Anyway. Uh, Okay, Sun Tzu. He's, he's telling people to read Sun Tzu. 
I've got some some bad news for you, dude. Sun Tzu's a hoax. He never existed. Right? Never existed. There never was a Sun Tzu. It's not a real thing. Okay. I, I've got Sun Tzu's book. It's a short book. It's very easy to read. I enjoyed reading it. It's, it's a good book. I used it. I've used it. I've used it Sun Tzu's book in sport. I've used some of his stratagems and tactics in sport. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. But it's a hoax. He, he never existed. Leaky Gut says. John Bin Gustav is my fake name at Clues Forum. I got banned from Clues Forum by Simon Shea. Alright. Oh, is an alumni of the posh Xavier College. Alright, so this this is a meme that was spread by this idiot. What was his name? He was a, a genuine drunk. And I don't mean like a drunk as in like me who goes out and gets drunk and has fun. I mean a drunk as in he'd affected his brain from decades of alcohol abuse. Which is what I fear is the future for me. But at the moment, I'm still, still okay. This guy was genuinely impaired. And uh, what was his name? I'm another Aussie. That's right. Yeah, he spread this meme that I was educated at Xavier College in Melbourne. No, I wish. I wish that my parents were wealthy or well-connected enough to send me to Xavier. I wish. I wish. No, I went to a, a shitty regular public high school in a suburb at the end of the train line yeah like literally the suburb I grew up in was the end of the line was the end of the metro network and and I went to a public school a regular public school not a prestigious private school places like Xavier they've got they've got proper sports Um, like if you play for their their football team or their cricket team you're playing for a proper team that's in a proper competition with proper coaches it's it's really good stuff. I wish I could have gone to one of those schools. Yeah, and if I had children, obviously I'd prefer they were homeschooled. But if I decided to just let them be normies and just go through the normal system, I'd want to send them to a place like Xavier. Yeah, when I was at Monash, I studied at Monash University. I got to play football. I played football at the university, and I got to play footy with guys who went to places like Xavier. And they were really cool dudes. And they came from good families. And, um... Because I was expecting them to be a bunch of dickheads, basically. Because I went to a public school. I had no idea what private school people are like. But they were some of the nicest, coolest people I've met. And some bloody good footballers as well in that team. And, uh, yeah. <clears throat> but I didn't go to Xavier, no. No, I did not. I went to pretty much the complete opposite. But this idiot was out there telling everyone I went to Xavier. Because I made a joke once about somebody else sent, like politicians sending their kids to school or something. And then somehow he's got it in his head, oh, JLB knows about Xavier because he went there. And then that's what he started telling everyone. Like he'd made this big discovery. And this is going back a few years. But yeah, no, I did not go to Xavier. I wish I did, but I didn't. Did not go to Xavier. Uh, Let's see, what's this idiot say? He says... Having closed comments on a site like that is an absolute bitch move. It's not like Miles' site. It's these people are all Miles fans. Which is which is fine. Which is a repository of essays. It's effectively just a marketing dodge. Any and every blog site should have comments as an option. But, well, where's your blog, Jared? All these people criticizing me about my work. Where's your work? I've put out hundreds of videos for free. Okay? I've put articles that are there for free. There's material that's there for free. What have you given me? Yeah, I've, I've given you lots. 
and it's not enough, what have you given me? Do you have a, do you have a blog? Do you have a website? Can I click on your name? Nope. Nope. Nothing. Show me what you've given me for free. The answer is probably nothing. I looked a little more and the guy actually has two tiers of subscription and two more for passers-by. That was the old structure. Now there's no more free memberships. I used to have a freeloader membership. No more. Got rid of that. And pink, that's not a... Public is not a membership. If something is public, anyone can access it. Which, so, in other words, I'm going to make the... Um, I'm going to make the Miles Mathers call open to the public, right? So, uh, and I'll let you know when that happens via the via the mailing list. That's on a membership. So there's only two memberships now. There's full member and mook member. But um, that's that's not an error on this guy's part. I hadn't made the change yet back in July. I only made that change... It would have been not long after this comment, I think. So that's not an error on his part. That was correct at the time. Uh, let's see. He says it's a sign of a con. Uh, controlled opposition. A real truth seeker wouldn't slang his truth on the streets like a common whore. It's a, not a service. It's a quest. It's a quest. All right, cool. So where's all your truth to share with me for free? Where is it? Do you have anything? What have you discovered? Where's your research? Where's your work? Show me. I'll check it out. See, there's people who criticize me for not giving them my material for free. They're not giving me anything for free. It's like, oh, JLB has all this truth. He should give it to us for free. It's it's not a service. It's the quest. All right, cool. Where's, show me the results of your quest. Can you? No, you can't. Didn't think so. No, you can't. You'll pay for $5,000 diamonds. You will pay for $30 bottles of whiskey. You'll pay for $20 delivery pizzas. You'll pay for all of this shit. But someone like me who takes the time to do the work, oh, no, nah, he's got to give that to us for free or we'll say nasty things about him. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. And fuck everybody like you. Pissant mentality. You can get fucked. How's that sound? Benjamin said... Uh, one bad review. I don't know what that proves. Uh, pardon my language, by the way, guys. It's 3 a.m. in the morning. Uh, I have no firm opinion on the man yet. $60 registration fee to access most of his material is a steep price. Yeah, the, the reason why the first month is more expensive is because it's three, three years of my work. The idea that... like, So I used to just have one sign-up fee, which was one month's membership, and then it was just the same every month. But the problem with that is, now that there's three years of archive material there... The idea that someone could just come and just pay one month, get all the stuff, and then just leave. Like, that's three years of my work. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what you guys do for work. This is what I do. So the idea that someone could just come get three years of it for one month, I was like, nah, man, I don't like that. So a few months ago, I made a, like, a sign-up amount. So it's like an entrance fee. And then after that, it just goes back down to a, a much lower amount per month. But yeah, it is steep. I mean, it's the best research on the net by far. So, yeah, it, it is steep compared to, you know, $8 a month for Greg Carwood or, what is it, $5, five a month for um, Jay Dyer or these people. Yeah, it is. Compared to them, it is steep. Yeah, I agree with you. But those who join the site will soon see why. Uh, let's see. This guy says, if an honest truther can earn some money in the process, good luck to them. It'd be fantastic. 
You see, this guy seems cool. Who's this guy? Benjamin. Uh, I like his research method of tracking the references of historical documents, only to find they lead back to one untrustworthy source. Yes, they do. It's a great way to blow a whole line of research. Don't have much else to say at this stage. Uh, let's see. This seems like a cool comment. So you see, this is what I mean when I say that good people can get swept up in the so-called truth movement. This guy, and I've only got one comment here to, to comment on, but this guy gives evidence to someone who's thought through it. He hasn't just gone along with the, blah, 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 we don't like JLB. He doesn't give us his stuff for free. We, he owes us, blah, blah, blah. doesn't go along with that. He's putting his own thoughts. Good on him. So this is what I'm talking about. There are some people out there who are like that. Not many, but there are some. Uh, Josh says, JLB is now a regular commenter over at PA, POM. He's a mindful. That's Takaski's blog. His paper, Debunking the Cambridge Experiment, pales in comparison to Miles' analysis of that experiment. Remember how earlier on someone said that JLB takes 100 words when one would do or some bullshit like that? My work on Cavendish is as simple as this. Nobody ever has or ever will weigh the earth with heavy balls in a shed. Period. Right? Mathis, Mathis's paper on Cavendish is, is long, dozens of pages long, and it concludes with, yeah, it's possible. Right? Now, you, you tell me, you tell me, which of those is, uh, which, which of those pales in comparison to the other? Yeah? Do you, do you believe someone can weigh the earth with heavy balls in a shed? Do you believe that? Be honest with yourself. Forget about JLB, forget about Mathis, forget about everybody else, just in your own mind. Be honest with yourself. Do you think anybody ever has or ever will determine the mass of the entire earth by hanging heavy balls in a shed? Be honest. Just be honest with yourself. You know the answer. You know the answer to that question. Alright? And Mathis claims that it can be done. Oh, when they did it, they were, they were a bit off. Their maths was a bit off, but it, it can be done. Give me a break. And uh, Benjamin. Oh, so Benjamin, who did seem like he might be okay earlier on, if it's the same Benjamin, and that's a fair inference to arrive at, says, I didn't bother looking far beyond his asking price. Well, 40 US dollars is a lot of money for a lot of people. Especially if they had to fork out a few grand for a diamond ring for a woman who who they love who loves them it was clear everything about his site was geared towards that unfortunately there are some who probably pay up oh Benjamin that's uh, that's a shame it's a shame to see you going down that path alright next is Cal Gakis he says here's Andrew Dyson talking about painted pigments Uh, he criticizes TNG's intro music. It is long compared to most uh, compared to most YouTubers. I used to have long intro music for my videos, and then I learned that people's attention spans are so tiny, you've got to cut to the point straight away. So that's why in a lot of my videos, you'll just hear me say stuff like, like say with the Epstein, Ep uh, the Jeffrey Epstein video I did the other day, I was like, uh, the Jeffrey and Epstein case is a hoax. You do know that, don't you? That's how I start. Within five seconds, the audience has seen me say, this Epstein case is a hoax, right? Because people's attention spans are so poor. So you have to cut to the chase right away. Once again, though, Cal once again, Calgacus's comment is a good one. So once again, an apology is in order. I, I was wrong. I was calling the wrong guy the idiot. 
and that was my fault. RT said, breaking reality, huh? Breaking reality, huh? I much prefer my writers to put it back together. Thank you very much. Is that it? Is that the end of the, the JLB stuff? I think so. Alright, well, there you go, guys. That's me responding to the people at Cutting Through the Fog, who, based on the last hour or two, I suspect is affiliated with Mathis in some way. Might even be his site. I don't know. But, uh, but there you go. There you have it. And it's pretty late for me. I've got to go to bed soon, guys. So let me read out a few comments, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap this one up shortly. For some reason, man, YouTube is blocking certain people's comments, and I don't know why. I'm sorry about that, guys. So let's get back to the comments. I'll read these out, and then it's bedtime for me. It is a quarter past three. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sci-Hop says you cover some good stuff. Yeah, I appreciate that. Free Wi-Fi. Don't know what... Oh, at, at, at Burger... When I was at um, Hungry Jack's. Yeah. So, I mean, to this day, I still do my work when I'm sitting down at a computer editing a, a video or a podcast or writing an article or whatever. I sit at cafes now, and uh, that's been the case since I started doing this. And I was staying at a friend's house in Melbourne at the end of 2016, I was playing cricket for his cricket team and I was staying at his place. So it was kind of like, come down here, we need a, we need a cricketer, we need a player. Uh, come down and play for our club and uh, you can just stay at my place for a few weeks. So that's what I did. And there were no good cafes nearby for some reason. But I found a Hungry Jack's that was pretty sweet. And that's where I used to just get like a $2 coffee and sit down and uh, work at my little computer. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of my work that I've done, I can remember where I was when I wrote it. You know, whether it's uh, an article on my website or the bio or whatever. Not all of it, but a lot of it. I can actually remember where I was at the time because I can kind of remember what was going through my head and that kind of thing. And uh, what else have we got here? Alistair Kane says, the free radio revolution. Yeah, they were the days, man. They were the days. And uh, I think I've caught up. That's, I think I've caught up on the on the comments. So any final comments people want me to read out, get them through now. But we're going to wrap this one up. So let me just recap. This was meant to be just a test. And I think it's worked out good because I managed to test the audio and the way that my um, streaming software works. So when I do this again in the future, I've got it all remembered. And uh, yeah, it's been good to get back into it. I've remembered that my voice is good for the first hour or two and then it just... It's no good, so I need to keep these things to an hour or two, but I should be doing that anyway. There's no need to, to make these things go for three hours. I'm addicted. I, I get very easily addicted to, to streaming and, and being on camera and doing the microphone thing. Forgot how uh, addictive that is. Uh, what else? So we've recapped how I got into the scene six years ago, started making videos five years ago, currently traveling through Southeast Asia. Right now, as we speak, I'm in Saigon, Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, and uh, this is what I do. This is my main thing that I do now produce videos, podcasts, and I've been able to attract some very bright minds who are now doing their own work as well, which is pretty cool. I'll put links to some of their work in the info box below. 
make sure you go and check that out and what else oh yeah cutting through the fog in a broad sense I don't know enough about them to, to say they're, they're this or they're that but you just went through the comments here with me and you saw that there's a little bit of sense in there and a lot of complete nonsense typical of the act realm typical of the so-called truth movement there is no truth movement there never was a truth movement there will never be a truth movement anybody who tells you otherwise is a non-player character or a player character who's just being caught in a web which they might be able to shake themselves out of uh, ancient history is fake it doesn't go back more than a couple hundred years the reason for that is because you live in a constructed reality and I'm using the word construct in a loose sense I don't want to get teleological or say that something constructed it that's a different matter but this place is not what you were led to believe not what we were all led to believe there is no ancient history more than a couple hundred years ago there is no outer space and there never were dinosaurs and what else yeah, it's, it, this is a very different place to what you're being led to believe. And that's a, it's confronting at first, but it's actually pretty cool once you, once you understand or get a bit of picture of the totality of it. It's a very exciting time to be alive, I think. Very exciting time to be alive. <clears throat> what else have we got? I think that's about it. I think we've covered, oh, the hoax hierarchy. Go and check that out. I'll put a link to the hoax hierarchy in the info box below as well. Oh, and, and a debate or a discussion. Anybody who who wants to come and discuss these topics, let me know. We can set up a time to discuss it. Yeah, I'll sit on my couch out there, and you can come along. And we can just discuss things. You know, there's there's nothing to be afraid of. You know, this idea that oh, if I talk about this topic or this topic, it's going to hurt the truth movement. There is no truth movement. You're not hurting anything. Just come and discuss. Yeah, at the very least, it should be entertaining for the people at home. At the very least, and I hope that I've been entertaining today. Uh, at least up until the last half hour or so because I've gotten very tired and uh, I think that's it guys I think that's pretty much everything johnlebond.com go and check it out thanks to all the supporters of johnlebond.com people making this possible and is that everything guys let me just read the comments one more time and no I think that's about it that is about it so on the 22nd of August 2019 John the Bond from JohnTheBond.com coming to you. Once again, go and check out that website. Very important that you do that. Where are we? John the Bond, the world's leading skeptic. Cover all kinds of topics. The Clown World and the Honk Pill. The Art of Honk War by Sun Tzu. The Conspiracy Ego Trip Framework video podcast. This is all available to members of JohnTheBond.com right now. The latest member call where we spoke with Fly Fisher from the northwest of the US. We spoke about how dumb most people are and if you work in management as he does you'll learn that very quickly and the member creations members of the website sending through their work whether it's film analysis such as on uh, David Lynch's films by Hilly or 1984 analysis by a couple of the members or an explanation of the map is not the terrain and Alfred Korzybski and what he had to say about the map terrain distinction uh, Apoc Shaker sent through a piece about Mandela Effect and yeah, are some people being led down the wrong path? Possibly. And Al, he also did a piece on Mandela Effect as well. See, the members, we don't even all agree with each other. Like, I, I, I'm more on the same page as Apoc Shaker about Mandela. I think it's a, a bit of a hoax. But Al and others, they're pretty convinced that there's something going on. That's totally cool. We, we don't even all agree about stuff. And, and that's healthy. I think it's good that that is the case. But 
reading Al's piece and hearing Dante speak about it has made me more open-minded to Mandela. But then seeing APOC and his research showing explanations for it, I've got a more comprehensive view of the whole thing. You know, so it's... If you're genuinely intellectual, it's a fantastic environment to be in. It really is. And then the history hoax explained. I explained the history hoax, man. Nobody died, nobody got hurt, period. That's a fact. What else have we got here? All kinds of stuff, man. It's just insane. It's intense. And you can access... I mean, take a look at... I mean, take a look at this, man. Come, come and check this out. You're going to love this. Seriously. Some of the things that people have said about the website have just been outrageous. I mean, Hando from Estonia says... If it wasn't for JLB, I would have quit my activity within the conspiracy culture back in 2016. John has made me see the positive in the dark and twisted world of conspiracies. Also, the information he's able to dig out is beyond anyone else in this realm. And that's not just me putting words in someone's mouth. Each one of these testimonials, you can go and see where they posted that themselves. See, that's Hando in his own words. Who else? Who else has said nice things? What else we got here? Al writes that as a philosophy graduate... He sees how other philosophy students and thinkers get so much from the website. There's several philosophy grads on the website. I'm a philosophy grad. There's several other philosophy grads, right? And I think a lot of us, we get something out of this idea of applying logic. Yeah, like skepticism as application of logic. Standard form argument. What are the premises? What are the conclusions? He says he continues to be forced to recognize the value of such deep skepticism and how much of what we know turns out to be unreflective belief. Typey Typey says that he's tried... This is Typey Typey. He says, I've tried many different big brand conspiracy washing powders over the years, but none could quite clean the normie stains of my soul, and they all left a funny smell of conspiratard. Since I tried the all-new JLB brand of deep skepticism, my soul has never been brighter and my outlook more positive. I've even started my own blog and YouTube channel, which I never would have imagined when I joined the website. And that's a legitimate post from Typey Typey. He's a bit of a comedian. And, uh, again, you can go and check that out on the testimonials page. This is other people leaving their comments about the website. Ab from Fakeologist says, John is certainly a standout. Not only is he eloquent, intelligent, and prickly, he's a free thinker that caters to no one. I was tempted to change the wording of that, because caters to no one... I don't... That, I don't that's really the word that is ideal when you're trying to sell the website to people. Caters to no one? Well, I do kind of cater to the members in a way like I'm trying to make material that they find entertaining so I don't know if caters is the right word but I didn't want to change the word I didn't want to you know take the testimonial and, and rewrite it but uh, anyway he says I'm impressed that he's actually developed a comprehensive website that can support him he's proven that people will pay for truth when it comes from a sincere passionate researcher which they will you can see them all here in the, this section the super agents and the full members people will support this if they can see that it's sincere and genuine. And that's one of the big problems is a lot of people, they've been convinced by other people that I'm insincere or that I'm a paid chill or something. Well, if they've got that idea in their head, they're never going to join, are they? Yeah. Laura Mars says, I thought on it for a while and decided to pull the trigger. The entertainment is great and he's only getting better at it. But the community and philosophy I've been introduced to in such a short amount of time, being a member, are truly invaluable. Once again, it's from Laura Mars. And then Take No Gnosis says that the diversity of intelligent commentary presented by the members, the discussion on the Discord server, the chance to present your own content and John's unique way of interpreting the world, nowhere else will you find this amalgamation of higher-minded ideas. 
So many subjects and reality checks here at johnthebond.com all pulled together in an explosive, mind-bending V2 rocket of inspiration. And he knows full well that V2 rockets are a hoax. Methodology, logic, and critical thought. So those are just some of the testimonials. And again, I, I don't write these. Some of these people, you can hear them on the member calls if you want. And um, I really appreciate it. Thanks to all six of you who have left those particular testimonials. I really do appreciate that. Thank you very much. And I'm very happy with what we've got at the website. It's better than I ever could have imagined. And uh, yeah, it's helping me to to live the dream, as it were. Staying up until 3.30, stone cold sober. How do you like them apples? So we'll just start to wrap it up. Go and check the mailing list if you want access to that uh, call about Miles Mathis. I'll put a link to the mailing list in the info box below. In the info box, you'll find the videos by Typey Typey, TNG, the mailing list, and the membership section of johnthebond.com. Go and check it out. And hey, if you can't afford 40 bucks US, there is a, a cheaper option called Mac Membership. And you can have a taste test of the website if you like. But I think that will do us. Gotta stop stalling, gotta go to bed. You know, kids when they stall because they don't wanna go to bed. It's like, oh, I wanna ask you a question. That's what I'm doing, I'm just stalling. I don't wanna go to bed. It's 3 30. Gotta wrap this shit up. What else is going on here? Uh, TNG says, good night. Thank you, TNG. Get some rest. Thank you very much, Alistair Kane. Truly, I appreciate it. And I'll send you an email and we'll try and have a chat. It's been, uh, been way too long. Uh, Cy Hop, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for a nice comment the other day. I appreciate it. Um, how do we know that you didn't pay those dudes, John? How do we know that I didn't just make them up? I could have made up all of those testimonials. I could have written every single one. How would you know? You could go to that section, click on the testimonials page, and then read them for yourselves. Oh, but how do you know you didn't just write those as well? Well, you could listen to these people. Several of them have put their voices out there. In fact, of the six... All right. Hando has been on a member's call. You can hear him. He's also been on TV in Estonia. Al has not been on a member call yet from memory. I'll double check that. Dipey definitely has been on a member call and has his own YouTube channel. Ab definitely has his own website. You can hear him. Laura Mars has her own podcast. You can hear her. TNG has his own content uh, he has his own YouTube channel and a website. So, don't... Like, un- unless I'm making up those characters as well, but I mean, how far... I mean, what can I say? Anyway, enough's enough. So, 22 August, 2019. Thanks to everyone for supporting what I do. Uh, the people who do support it. Uh, to those of you who don't support it and think I owe you something, well, good luck. Good luck in life with that attitude. And uh, to everybody else, good night. Good luck. Thank you very much. And until next time, this has been John LeBon for the, what did I call this? Truth Movement is a hoax, which it is. And until next time, you guys, take care of yourselves.